0: The views and opinions expressed by John and DJ do not reflect those of any intelligent or rational human being and you know, are solely the property of the bright side chat.
1: This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at NerdyLegion.com. Enjoy the show.
2: Hey, welcome back to the Brightside and issue number 182 and John is away. He's still in Italy. Uh, Actually, he's on his way back, I think, as I speak. But I got a little something special here. Not really too special, but hey, let's go back. Let's get in the Wayback Machine and go back to issue number 30, Avengers Endgame Review. So you're getting the whole podcast. It's about two hours and 52-minute long podcast, but we break down uh, Avengers Endgame. Uh, We it broke the whole thing down we i believe we got into arguments we didn't agree on a few things we agreed on other things we loved it we hated it it was uh, we were all over the map so get that plus you get to hear how we sounded over three years ago now wow crazy uh things have changed so without further ado let's get into the store
3: Hey John, how you doing? How's your week been?
0: Oh, it's been pretty good, pretty good. How about yourself?
3: I missed you. You did? <laughs> I missed you. It's been, I like it's we, been a I long week. feel like we week. just
0: talked. Well, you know what's funny <laughs> is
3: that's the, that one of the things about about our podcast here is we've always said let's not talk about the subjects we're going to talk about during the week. I know it's it's hard sometimes. Cuz then when you get to here and you try to cuz we just do this off the cuff and you get to here it just sounds so like, "Oh, did we already talk about that?" So, but yeah. well, we've talked we probably talked more this week than we have in months during the week. Yeah. And yeah, and, we have. and most of the time we're like, "Okay, don't talk endgame. Don't talk endgame. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, cuz I'll text you something and you'll be like, "I'm not going to answer that. I can't talk I, to you." Yeah, it's, and it's like, "All right. <laughs> I yeah, you know, it's
3: I mean, of all the weeks if we weren't doing this we probably would have talked every day for hours of the day yeah, and so we got to keep probably. keep it all to this and hopefully we can get this in under you know a few hours a few hours <laughs> 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 oh. but um before we get into some uh spoiler free talk let's uh let's talk about some news we've got um free comic book day coming up saturday so that's yep. if if it wasn't for Endgame, that'd probably be pretty big news for us because that's a big thing for uh, comic book stores. Well, that's big news,
0: even with Endgame for me. <laughs> well, that's that's what I mean. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, for most comic book stores, I know for myself, it's the busiest day of the year
3: uh, for you know almost every store. So
0: it's like Christmas for us. Good.
3: Yeah, so are you guys doing anything big or just, you know, you're just featuring yourself, you know, being the big big famous podcaster at at your store? You got to sign up and everything?
0: (laughs) You can come and meet me. Yes, I'll be doing doing signings from one to three. Um. (laughs) I'm here. (laughs) Yeah. No, well, I mean, we'll have some sales going on in the store on on some different merchandise. Um, We don't have, you know, we're a smaller store, so I don't have the room to set up signings or or really do big events. Um we'll have a couple of guys from the 501st Legion show up in some kind of Star Wars um costumes. Oh, cool. I don't know who I don't usually know who they're going to send. They just kind of, you know, they commit to being at, you know, most of the stores in the area and they'll come for an hour or two oh, that's cool. throughout the day. So, I, I don't know exactly when, but Well, it is you know, Star Wars. Last year, you know, last Wars year I had it yeah, last year I had a Jedi and I had Darth Vader and I had Darth Maul show up at different points throughout the day. So I'll I'll have that going on. Uh, usually I'll tweet it out when they show up, so people can come get pictures or, or do things like that. Um, other than that, it's just a lot of free comic books. So cool. Uh, like I said, make sure you come down and you know, obviously not everybody's going to come to Paraland, but make sure you visit your local store. I was uh, because like
3: I said, they work really hard for for this yeah. day. I was going to fly in, but I thought that would be too much to have both of us in one location. We should spread the wealth. You know Right, game, right. We like... don't want
1: to.
0: Well, plus, you know, somebody could just bomb the store and Batacal. then we'd both be gone, right? <laughs>
3: then, <laughs> be like, oh, wow. Yeah, see, we got to you know. be separated. President, Mike president. We
0: can't be in both places. Yeah. You know, Batman and Bruce Wayne are never in the same room at the same time. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
3: Remember the good old days when we could fly on a plane together? We can't do that anymore. I know. We right? just can't. not it's, it's too risky. Uh, (laughs) Uh, we don't want people to be without both of us (laughs) um yeah i'll be at uh friendly neighborhood not as any kind of an event (laughs) they've got enough going (laughs) on without me um yeah friendly neighborhood comics for the listeners that go to that are in the bellingham area that and we know we have a few um they're doing a bunch of stuff from nine to one they have Andy and Veronica Fish from Sabrina and and many other things. Uh, also not everything it looks like is nine to one. They have Keith Gleason and Peter Cimetti from Alterna Comics. Uh, cool. they're taking donations from from nine to one. I I think if it one oh five they'd take the donation. So if I
0: want to donate at two o'clock, exactly. I, I, they won't take I, my I money, know. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um <laughs> they,
3: for, they're taking donations for the MSPCA. Okay. Oh, cool. And Nine to one is Jim Radcliffe of Pocket Protectors will be there. Uh, loads of free comics, cosplay, all that stuff. Um, I'll be there. I will have because it's Star Wars Day. You look over my shoulder, my authentic Luke Skywalker jacket. I see that. Yeah. So see I'll be that. wearing I thought that.
0: Thought it was a Ghostbusters jacket. Nope,
3: but... <laughs> nope. It's the it's the jacket that he wore in Empire. Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Oh, best been Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I got that at uh, Disney went back and forth on whether I should buy oh, it or cool. not. It's like legit. It's got the logo. Oh, it's got the patches. I'm gonna, I'll put the patches on, but what Sweet. I like about it is I wear it around all the time and nobody knows what it is. Well, it right, it like really alf- just looks like a base, jacket. Yeah, it looks like a nice base, a yeah, jacket. Like yeah. A nice jacket. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'll have that on. <laughs> so, um, other news, Chris Helmsworth, Signing I, supposedly. I saw that. I haven't well, been able to confirm
0: it. You jumped the gun on my news. Sorry. But yeah, I haven't confirmed it either except for some random tweets, but Yeah, I
3: saw well, a bunch of random one for us. That's good enough. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, right. Yeah, that's that's fact for us. If it's on the internet, it's gotta be true. Right. Um, <laughs> the, the random yeah, tweets it looks like me and you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we just wished it into wished it into being. Yeah, it looks like Chris Hemsworth has renewed his contract with Marvel. I haven't seen anything that specified how many you know, pictures or how long. Um, and I don't want to even mention anything further on that until we get into the spoiler filled part of our podcast, right? Because saying anything will give some stuff away for end game. So, um, we'll leave it at that till a little bit later, but that's awesome news. Um, yeah. you know, I, to me, he's, he's awesome. And he's just gotten better with every, as every picture comes out, he's evolved. Like Thor seems to be the character that's evolved the most. Through the MCU, yeah. Because if you if you think back to like the original Thor one, you know Kenneth Branagh directed, and he was kind of like the the grim Shakespearean hero type of character, yeah. And then he's evolved all the way to Ragnarok, and then even further in Endgame, where he's much more the comic relief now of yeah. of the Avengers. I mean, he's still badass. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and even that's come a long way. Like the the last couple movies, he's you know his power is shown through, but, um, he's just a funny guy and, you know, well, it's um,
3: that his humor is just that it's like dry at times, but right. Very deadpan. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I was talking with somebody this week, I forget who it was, but they were saying how he almost was like ready to quit because Thor was so, his character was so Shakespearean and it's funny. Right. I his think first, Ragnarok is yeah. yeah, but his first director was Kenneth Branagh, and he's right. famous for Shakespeare, <laughs> right? For doing Hamlet, yeah, and, and, uh, right? Oh, so, and that's that's the. I think if they hadn't done that first, I don't think Thor would be as funny as he is now. You know what no, I mean? You're you need right. that. You need yep. that dichotomy to 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 really get that humor out of him later and right. he's and of course he's really enjoying the role now since Ragnarok that's what people have been saying and up until today that's all you heard is that he would be very interested in continuing on as Thor in this you know in this in this capacity, capacity right. so. and you know we'll get into more of that in spoilers but um right but yeah so that's good news uh i got really excited when i heard it i i got chris i heard chris hemsworth and i got Chris Evans mixed up, and I was like, Oh, I was all I'm like, Oh, he signed again, so more Captain America <laughs> that'd be cool, but it would be cool, yeah, um, but it wasn't, you him. know. I'd love to see, I'd love to
0: see them all continue on forever, yeah, but you know, obviously things have to change, and yeah, um, you know, right. we know, but at least having Thor around for a while longer is, um, yep, uh, I'm okay with that, so yeah, so uh, any other news? Well, I just saw um a couple of tweets today. It looks like Hulu has picked up um a Ghost Rider series yes. and a Hellstrom series that they announced today. So yep. I think this is
3: very interesting,
0: especially with the Disney Plus app. Well the way coming. the way I've seen it reported
3: um, it was Disney Plus slash Hulu. I've seen that report as well. Yeah. So you don't know, you know which like one we know meaning they're gonna be both.
0: Right, and we know that um, you know Disney is a, is a large shareholder in Hulu, so I mean mm. it makes sense in a way, but again, it just kind of it really leaves that door open for some of those other Netflix shows to exist again, with you know Hulu maybe being able to have some darker content on there, um, and I know that they've said they're all but dead, but you know I can keep I can keep my wish fulfillment going and right. think that maybe one day we'll we'll see them again. Um, but that's really cool, you know. I mean, I don't know how you, how big a fan you are of the Ghost Rider movies that Marvel's done, um, but to me, they could definitely, they could definitely use the bright side treatment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I enjoy um, them.
3: I, I mean, I because I, I enjoy them. They're movies. fun. They're fun. They're, they're, fun, they're but fun. They're It's it's Nick Cage. You gotta you right. gotta go if you're bringing your brain in that door, <laughs>
1: right?
3: And you, I mean, it's it's a fun movie. That what else are you gonna do?
0: And now I'm looking. I had the guy's name that was gonna play uh, Ghost Rider, and now yeah, I, I saw I that. Don't too. Have it, but he's he's from Agents of Shield. Um, I I saved the wrong tweet, so this one doesn't have his name on it. But you know, it looks. I I don't know. It, I guess it's the same Ghost Rider from Agents of Shield, though. Oh really? And I don't watch the show. I don't I watch ha- Agents of Shield, so I haven't watched that. But I in think a couple it's years. the same guy that played. I think he played Ghost Rider in in that show. In it looks like he's coming off to do his own show. So, um, so again, I don't know. I think that's pretty cool news. Yeah. And then um, I also saw uh, Mark Millar put a tweet out today that they're getting ready to start filming on his first
3: series for Netflix,
0: which is Jupiter's Legacy.
3: Um, I think with Disney Plus in November, the content where the amount of content we're going to have. These things are going to be coming so fast. And it's before you know it, the next movie's going to be here. It's like, I heard today, like, I'm like, I heard Black Widow's supposed to be out in 2020. And to me, I'm like, oh, that's so far. That's next year. I heard it was supposed to be, I-, I saw one tweet, it was supposed to be out in 2020, which means they would have to start filming soon. Uh, they'd have to be filming almost now. Right you would think. But maybe it's so, late 2020. I don't know. But right. what, what I'm but saying yeah. is, is like...
0: But that sooner... It'll, it's going to come before you know yeah. it. Like, like we were talking the other day, it's like we're going to have this um, kind of lack of Marvel content for a year and a half or so because of the movies. But but not it's really. It's going to come like I said, it's going to come before you know right. it because we're going to have all this stuff on Disney Plus. Yeah. And we're not going to go without Marvel content at all, really. And we'll get, we're going to have more than we can handle. We'll get into I a think.
3: ton probably in spoilers, but I think the content in on Disney Plus is really going to answer a lot of questions. I think there's going to be a lot of things coming out in Disney Plus that are going to tie into Endgame. Well,
0: Endgame set up Endgame set up Disney Plus, at least Huge. two different series at on least. Disney Plus, yeah.
3: So Yeah. So who knows. Right, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Right. Um All right, is that it for news? We got a lot to do today. And...
0: I saw those both of those tweets when I was eating dinner a little while ago, so yeah.
3: I figured I would save those and um, we could bring them up. So all right, you want to get into some? Let's talk some Endgame. Sure. And so you will. So,
0: so This must have been a pretty. This must have been a pretty hard week for you. Very. I think. Lots of people giving you a lot of grief on Twitter, talking about how you're bonkers and bananas, and um, <laughs> I don't know what some of the other crackers. I think I saw <laughs> a lot of people giving a lot of people giving you grief for your opinion on Endgame. So yeah, I know. Uh, how are you holding up to all of that? It's it's been rough. It's been I run. think it is. Yeah. It's tough. Uh, I'm sorry you had to go through that. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm like look- If you only if you only had the right opinion, then you wouldn't have had to go through all that it, stuff. Exa-
3: there is no right opinion. That's the beauty
2: of it. That's oh, the beauty well, of it. You know. Did you s- Ask the Twitterverse They'll they'll so, disagree with you. Did you
3: see did you see that there was a tweet put out uh tonight that that sides with you? To no, us. I didn't. Uh, to us? Yeah. no, I did you, not. And he called it hashtag Team John. Nice. So you have your own team.
0: <laughs> I'm happier to have my own hashtag. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Never mind a team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna every tweet from now on is gonna have hashtag Team well, John hey, on I'm it. I'm pretty
3: psyched too because by default I gotta have one. Because if I'm against, right. you, I got one too. <laughs> <That's> right. So <laughs> what, so read this magical tweet. It to says me. at Brightside. It's from uh, JR, the hooded, at Hooded Collector. Okay. Um, so not he, he's not one of my family members, just so you know. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no, he uh no, he's just a listener. He said at Brightside Chat, I'm Teen John regarding feelings towards endgame. Really good, but not as good as Infinity War. That that was his tweet. I, I like his tweet better than your reply on the night of eh. <laughs> I mean that was for effect dude yeah, yeah, you know no, I, no, I mean no, I knew no. that was going to get was a reaction not for effect cuz I was like you're kidding right and you're like no I was looking at your no, face I, don't. I was like you're my kidding, my right?
0: stance my stance doesn't is not for effect like I don't no, I don't I change the that. way I think I know that. but that but going eh, you know that was for a little bit of dramatic effect <laughs>
3: That was a um. lot of dramatic effect <laughs> 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 and I was like I'm looking at you and you looked you looked right at me and went, no <laughs> You're like yeah. I'm not kidding.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Like I said, I said it. I
3: represent it.
0: <laughs> I meant it.
3: Yeah, so, that was. Uh, but I mean, uh, that's. Uh, and you haven't seen it since, right? No, I do have. Uh,
0: we are going tomorrow at eleven twenty. So I'll see it again tomorrow. So we'll be able to talk. We have. Yeah, hopefully have some. But um, well, not necessarily. Hopefully, because it's okay with me if I don't change my opinion. But um, right. I'll have some different takes on it. Now, I have had obviously a lot of conversations this week in the store because you know most of my customers go see this movie. Um, I talked to a guy today that's actually seen it more than you. Um, He's seen it four times already in five days. Nice. So
3: (laughs) that's uh, there. You go. You know that's ambitious. Yeah. I almost no. I really again today, but I decided to watch Infinity War instead. I really
0: wanted to try to get it in Sunday so I could have another viewing before we talked again, but it was all sold out. I mean, there was no really, unless I wanted front row seats, there was nothing available.
3: So, um, I opted to wait till tomorrow. Oh. So, have your opinions even like adjusted? I don't want to say changed, but
0: I don't know that they've adjusted. I've had some of my questions answered for me in a in a plausible way. You oh, know that's that, nice. Well, you know, this guy saw it four times so he was able to you know, to give me some of his thoughts on some of the things that yeah. were bugging me. And um it definitely changes my my view a little bit. Um but like I said, I really need another viewing yeah. you know for myself to see if I'll change. Now, I I still don't know that I'll consider it better than Infinity War. Um so, I think Infinity War is just a uh, I think it's just a superior movie. Um I think Thanos was much more fleshed out as a you know as a oh. protagonist in that movie, well yeah, um, but you don't
3: have to flesh him out in the second movie because he's already been fleshed out in the first movie
0: well, but he he doesn't have it i don't know i didn't feel like he had as much depth though
3: this time but around But, again, you don't have to have that much depth because that depth has already been depthed in the first depth <laughs> depth 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 depthed in the first movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like they're two entirely. And now I literally, before we came on, finished Infinity War. Just finished. Right. It. And I'll say this. It, I loved Infinity War before Endgame. I actually like right. Infinity War more now. But I still yeah, like I, Endgame better because yeah. having seen Endgame, it takes the sting off of the end of Infinity War because you know the rest of the story now. So but I, I, you know I still I, mean? I would argue that you knew the rest of the story then well, too. Well, you kind of did. Like, but it still was that end of that movie was it plus here's the other thing and I talked about this we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Infinity War is a is a nice breezy 2 plus hour. <laughs> it flies by.
0: It's, it's a good two and a half hours. I, I, I mean, know, it's but... Not, it, it's not that much shorter than Endgame, honestly. No,
3: but there, I um, do agree that the, I think there's more action in Infinity War than there is in yes. Endgame. Um, I think the pacing is probably a little bit more... It, it feels faster... Even though Endgame, it does fly for a three hour movie, the pacing in Endgame is really good. It did go by it very flies. fast. I will
0: say that. It didn't feel like three but hours I at all. I think they're um,
3: two entirely different movies. And you kind of alluded to that a minute ago where you're like, you know, Infinity War did this, this, and this, and Endgame didn't. But Endgame did things that Infinity War didn't do. Like, the, for sure. We yeah. did not, you in Infinity War, you do not go on the emotional roller coaster ride you go on in Endgame. No, and you don't. I mean,
0: there's no real emotion until the snap,
3: right? In exactly. Infinity War. It, it, it's uh, the only the biggest emotion in Infinity War is anticipation.
2: Right. You're just
3: sitting there, wait, what's gonna happen? What's gonna, happen? It, but Endgame is up. It well, it starts down because you come in. Yeah, it starts you know what I mean. Low. That's not a spoiler. It comes in right at the beginning of, you know. It, the end of infinity end war, of infinity war. Right. and so that's a very low point in in all of history so right. you come in there they bring you up a little bit and you drop you back down bring you up a little bit drop you back down and then they drop you even lower and it's it's right. just an unbelievable ride that to be able to pull off it it's a credit to do it over 21 movies but it also took the 21 movies, because you are now invested 21 movies into these characters. You care about these characters. And to your point about Thanos being fleshed out in Infinity War, all of these characters were so fleshed out beforehand that you felt for each and every single one of them.
0: Right. Well, and you get that, you get that payoff for that in this movie, too. Now, I'm going to go back to... I am gonna pull, bring up a tweet that you put out earlier in the week, and I don't remember it word for word, but it it was a had to do with a conversation about whether this movie was watchable on its own yes. without having watched any of the other movies, and I I disagree with you a little bit. Like I think this movie does not hold up at all unless you've watched the whole journey. You know, like I don't think this movie stands on its own. I do. Uh, I, I think it. I think there's doesn't answer because it assumes you've done the work already. You know what I mean? There's, I, I don't know how you come into this without having seen See, the other movies and, and I watched think, the other ones. Right.
3: And, uh, and I think in my tweet I had said, like, if you, have a, if you have a working knowledge, you don't have to have seen the movies, but maybe you know the characters. Like, you know if you know who Thanos is then this movie can stand on its own like say you've just no comic books and you haven't seen a lot of the other movies and I, what for instance now i know this is a small thing but i've had a lot of people ask me do i need to see captain marvel and i i say no i don't think you No, you're right i don't think i don't think you had to have watched I agree that it enhances the viewing if you've seen them all but if you haven't seen them all I still think unless you don't have a heart I still think you go on the roller coaster ride because I, I, the, wait, maybe but acting, i don't think
0: you get it as much the acting is like I don't so think you good. get those Robert but Donovan, I don't think Jr. you get those big gut punches unless you've felt unless you've experienced these characters for all the years that we've experienced them if you don't know their journeys where they came from I still think it hits as hard no. if you haven't if you haven't followed. It that. doesn't, um, but
3: I think it's still a good movie. I still I I would now I I can't relate because I've seen them all. I can't either. So, right. I, don't I can't know. either. I'm just guessing. But I, I just might can't imagine. Wrong, but I think I, I really think that the emotional roller coaster that this movie provides. I think it's still there even if you don't know everything
0: i don't know because i can't imagine coming in cold and, and sitting there like what the hell is a tesseract like who's the who's this bald woman you know and I, not that these are spoil i'm, I'm hoping i'm trying not to spoil anything but it's like I, I just don't think you know what's going like i don't know if you could follow this movie without having gone on that
3: ride well, you had you know? trouble following and you've seen them all <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have trouble following no, it. I think every, I we had, all had. See, that's the that's the funny thing. Everybody I just has, had trouble liking it all. Did, yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> I think everybody had trouble following it. Everybody's like, I need to see this again because if you've seen all twenty twenty, well, now twenty two movies. You're so emotionally invested. You're missing stuff because either you're crying, you're clapping, you're standing up, and (laughs) well, you know.
0: But even without all that, and yes, you know, being there on opening night, there was a lot of that. Like there was a lot of cheering and clapping that made it hard for me to hear certain things that were going on. That was in the parking lot. But I mean, (laughs) even right. (laughs) But even without all that, it's just very dense. Like it's a three-hour movie, right? And there's a lot to unpack after one viewing, right? And, um. I you know, and I think that's just a credit to it because you know I was talking to my wife just a little while ago when we were having dinner. I was buying my tickets so we could go see it again tomorrow. there are I can count on one hand the number of movies in my lifetime that I've paid to see more than once in a the theater, yeah um, most of them are named most of <laughs> them are named Star Wars, right. Um, I have never gone to see one Marvel movie twice in the theaters really um never.
3: I don't really believe in paying to see a movie twice. Um, so the movie you didn't like the most, you see, is the only one you're going to see that not you didn't like the most. I'm saying the movie that you. Well, but I feel like it's the one that needs it more. Like right. none of the other movies have really
0: been that deep. That right. I couldn't walk out of there feeling like I totally digested it after one viewing. Um, they should should have
3: given out cheat sheets on the way into this movie. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> But this one, I feel like you really... And you could be the biggest fan. Like, I feel like I'm fairly comic book knowledgeable. I spend my entire life with comic books. And even with knowing all of that, it's just a lot to take in in, in a one sitting. Right. You know? It, I, obviously, I get the gist. Like, I know pretty much what happened. Right. But there's lots of things that I want to go back and, and really pay attention to. Um, because the, here's the thing, too. When you're watching a movie for the first time, you don't even know when to pay attention. Right. Right you know like right. in a 3 hour time period you lapse a little bit like you're not paying 100% attention for 3 straight hours like your mind goes in and out you start to, did i leave the iron on you know what am i going to no, do tomorrow no i don't do that but but, I- but but the thing is now you kind of know like now i know where to pay more attention right. as i'm watching it the second time around so i feel like i will pick up some things that i didn't that i didn't see the You know, the first viewing and honestly, you know, they don't get the three billion dollars unless they make you go see it more
3: than once. Right. So, yeah, it's I I mean, I suffer from my my eye. The way I work is I'm very detail oriented, as we've said in the past. So when I see movies like this, I'm concentrating on so many details. I miss out other details. Now, right. I might be taking in some important, like, maybe an important detail, but I'll have missed something else that pertains to right. it. And you're like, and I'll tell somebody, did you see that? They're like, yeah, but that wasn't the point of that scene. Right. <laughs> <You missed laughs> That's not what they were going for. <laughs> oh, okay. I really like red. No.
0: <laughs> right. They weren't trying to get you to focus on the juxtaposition of
3: color and, <laughs> <Right>. you know. <laughs> so, I I mean, and I think you, I think you saw my tweet yesterday after I saw it the third time. I was hoping the third time I would be able to sit there and critically watch this movie and be able to look. And I did a little bit in the, in the, in the, uh, in some of the battle scenes, be able to like look in the background. And, but I was still, it was just so emotional. I was, I was as emotional yesterday as I was the first time I saw it. And I thought, I, I thought there would be a break there, but I was still, and we'll get into that in spoilers too. Um, but, I just think that this is a movie that, you know, we'll be talking about for a long time, Cause oh no doubt I, I, yeah. I went into um, I went into Legends Comics and Games today, and I talked to them, the guys in there, for like. Twenty minutes or a half hour, and I had to get to work. I was between two jobs, and I'm like, guys, I gotta get to work. But what about right. this part? But and right. we were like, but, about- but let me keep the conversation going. going. <laughs> and it was like we talked about so many, and they they had great points. And it's like we were talking about different things that you know future stuff. And there's just so much stuff we're gonna be able to. And I'm sure you and I for weeks to come, if not months, be like, oh, I talked to somebody today, this week, about such and such, and he had a point, because right. there's very, the, the fun thing about this movie is you can go in so many directions from here. Right. And we'll get into more of that, too, but um, if you haven't seen it, what, what are you waiting for?
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and honestly, because from this point forward, you know, we're not going to be able to keep talking spoiler-free, right. so... Go out and see this movie. Like, honestly, I saw some guy today on Twitter, and he was complaining that somebody spoiled it for him. Today? And I'm like, dude, it's been out for five days. Yeah. If it's... you haven't seen it by
3: now, you don't care enough.
2: Well, yeah. <laughs> you know? I had so... uh,
3: I um, the Mac and Goo podcast asked on Twitter, like, what's the how long should you wait? And I was like, seven days. I thought, right. I thought that was like the rule of thumb before you start throwing out, like, minor spoilers. Don't just be right. like... I know some people put some big ones out there, but
0: yeah, most people say a week. But to me, you know, I'm spoiling it come Friday afternoon because
3: well, I think if you can I don't want to do it on it. purpose. I, you know, no. it's like, and I like what you see people do on Twitter. They'll put spoilers and then they'll do dot, dot 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 dot. So you create right. So if if you're doing that, you could do it the day of, and it's up to you right. to not read it. It's like don't you see spoiler? Just avoid it. That's that's a cool way to go about it, right. So, is that it? So, I see.
0: Yeah. I see, yeah. So, I see what you got there that nobody else can see but I can. <laughs> can you hear it? My question,
3: yeah. But my question is, can you snap in that thing? Oh, you, did you see the whole Twitter conversation? <laughs> no. That's, oh, my God. We just had that huge conversation on Twitter. Oh. About oh. it, How does he snap his fingers? It's still going on. <laughs> I'm watching my phone light up. So, right. I got it here, the gauntlet. So you ready to draw our name? I am. I'll let you pick it. Okay. <laughs> all
1: right.
0: I'm gonna reach through. Got, I'm gonna reach through got a, my iPad yeah, got through, the the, little, through the
3: magic of my store. You see all the names are going in. It's quite a few. Quite a few. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. So awesome. All right. I'll jumble it up. I'll reach in. Are you ready? Are you I'm got, ready? I'll hold it up and you can read it. All right. Let's get this one here.
0: All right, Hasn't we got a been winner. In a
3: mayonnaise jar.
0: We should tell them what they're winning because not everybody knows what we're doing. Well, if you don't, they can't see you. If they don't know <laughs> what we're doing, they didn't
3: enter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Can you read that? Yeah. So read the whole thing. Is, I don't even know what yep. it says yet. <laughs> All right. So before
0: I say the name, this is the tweet that came to us for our winner. Uh, it says, "Read comics. Support your local comic book shop." Listen to the podcast. Engage in the fun. I know who this is. Pick pick <laughs> yourself up a good gauntlet. Hashtag brightside chat. Nice. And that is at Bo eighty nine socks. Jeremy Armstrong. Nice. So congratulations, Jeremy.
3: Nice. All right, Jeremy. That's awesome. That's how he did.
0: Contact DJ. He'll tell you how to claim your prize. Yeah.
3: DM DM me with, and uh, we'll get your uh, your information, and we'll get this out to you. I should be able to get it out on Friday. Um. So. Yeah, that's awesome. He did him he did a lot. Uh he did a lot of stuff. Uh thanks to everybody, everybody that participated. That was awesome. It was bigger than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty cool. So
0: it's it's awesome how people will say nice stuff about us when we have something to give yeah. away. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What I wanna know is where were y'all you guys before last week? Yeah. I'm just saying.
1: No, no, that, no that I'm was just awesome. kidding. That was
0: awesome. Uh, we really enjoyed reading all the all the tweets and the comments and um, all the support that everybody gave. So thanks a lot for all of that.
3: Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, and we will have another giveaway next week on the podcast because I alluded to it. Uh, the I showed the uh, the Spider Man comic with the original cover. Yeah. That we did. So we'll do that one. We'll just do that one next week. We'll probably put out a question on the podcast and the first to answer or something like that. Um, and also what I would like to do, um, I talked to John earlier tonight about it, the brief conversation we had before we started. And what we'd like yeah. to do is this was so much fun. What And people commenting and starting comic conversations, um, which is what we're all about, getting stuff going in stores, getting this this environment um we'd like to do we don't we can't really call it a uh listener of the week because i don't know if we can afford to do every week but we'd like to do like uh you know a bright side listener or whatever and give a t-shirt to and if all you got to do is you know start conversations stuff like that if it if we take notice of it we're going to give out a t-shirt and they're pretty cool t-shirts john doesn't has have his on tonight it's in the laundry. It's in la- oh, oh good. I, you wear yeah. it so much you had to wash it. It's right. Well, you know, I have to clean it.
0: Nice. Um, so a, as you can see on uh, your post earlier on Twitter, some people might think I smell a little bit. <laughs> I don't know what that's all about, <laughs> but I figured I would
3: wash all my clothes and maybe that would help. So um, this week I need. Uh, I think we should um, talk to Joe Gilmore. He's done a ton for us. He's always starting conversations. He's going broke. The least we could do is <laughs> the least we could do is send him a T-shirt. All um, right. So if Doctor Joe get in touch with me, we'll get you a T-shirt. It's. Uh, I think he called me bonkers or something, uh, so I don't know if he should get a T-shirt. <laughs> oh, no, that's I why don't, I don't think know. we should give him one. Oh, okay. <laughs> clearly very intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so and I got you know, other people. We'll we'll probably do another one next week because I know we have other people, but yeah. Stuff like that, fun stuff. Um, so, yeah, Doctor Joe, get a hold of me, and we'll get some information from you, and we'll get that out to you. And uh, is that anything else? Do you want to give away anything else, John, or should we just because we're not bringing I, I mean, in a lot of money here? <laughs> I, I was going to say, actually, you know,
0: actually, I'm selling. So far, gauntlets. we're a not we're a not for profit podcast, so <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going broke along with Doctor Joe. Uh, yeah, we're giving away gauntlets and T shirts, and
3: he should be giving us stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, um, all right. We ready to uh, get into some comic books? I got another, I got a t shirt conversation we could talk about once we get into that.
2: All right. Sure.
3: All right. Speaking of money, how am I going to yeah. spend <laughs> my money this week?
0: All right. So, the first book we have on this week's Speculator Roundup is Deceased, issue number one. So, the Francisco Matina cover and the horror cover are both getting some interest on um, eBay and some other uh, websites, and they're the ones to watch on this book. Um, the It cover is, is pretty awesome. I did sell out of that today. I have a couple of the others left. But this book in general sold very well today. I sold almost through my whole stock uh, of this, and... Um, it is going to be one of my recommended reading books, so we'll talk about it a little bit later. But hmm. um, definitely look for that for the it cover because it's it's really awesome. So um, selling still just right at cover price; they're not tearing it up as far as the money goes. But a lot of people have
3: interest in them. So I I honestly uh, thought for sure this week we were going to have identical recommended readings for the first time. Yeah, but we don't. It's close. <laughs> close again. Uh, well, I knew what you were reading ahead of time. I,
0: I knew you were going to read War of the Realm. Well, oh, you've yeah, told us that you're going to read that every yeah, week. Yeah, I don't so. call that
3: part of recommended reading. I think uh, I think so I tried that s- as a service. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I tried to stay away from that one. Um, all right, Uh second book is Major X, number one. We had the second printing hit today, and also issue number three hit the stands today. Um, both of these are selling for a little bit over cover price. Uh, I did sell out of my... Number one, second printings today, and I may have a couple number three lefts, but they're they're going to be gone soon too. So this book hasn't really slowed down any. It's still got a lot of a lot of traction behind it, and people are st- are still looking for it. So if you can find those on the shelf, they might be worth picking up and holding on to. Uh, Marvel Tales, Avengers. So we've talked about these Marvel Tales. Every time one of them comes out, there's a one in fifty bar- variant by Jen Bartel. Um, this one's no different. Uh, it's selling um, pretty high, actually. There's a Buy It Now up there for $200. I don't know if it's going to fetch that much, but <laughs> you know the the other ones have been selling in the $50 to $60 range. I think somebody's trying to take advantage of Avengers. Uh, there was a little movie that came out this week, and <laughs> I think they're trying to get $200 for it. Yeah. But, um You know, I, I mention it every time, but, you know, I'll mention it again. These 1 in 50s aren't necessarily something you're just going to walk in and find sitting on the rack. Um, most stores, if they've ordered these, have already marked up the prices and put them on the wall. But if you can find one at a reasonable price, these things are usually worth picking up and holding on to. They don't tend to go down in value a whole lot because they're a lot scarcer. Especially yeah. on these titles, like these Marvel Tales titles. Yeah, Marvel Tales are like seven ninety nine comics. So stores aren't ordering... Like fifty you know, I don't know how many stores ordered fifty copies of this, but I order like three, so um, you know you're definitely not gonna find it in my shop, yeah, um okay, from ahoy comics, we have hashtag danger issue number one um this is going for about double cover price, so around eight dollars again, really probably just a product of small print runs. Uh, I didn't order any of these, so I don't know if everybody even ordered them store-wise. Um, so if you can find it out there, it's, like I said, it's 8 to $10, so go ahead and pick it up. And from Source Point Press, another kind of smaller indie book, uh, it's called Rejected the Unwilling, issue number one. Um, selling for about $20. Cover price on this is a little higher than most. It's $6. Um, But still selling for three times cover price. So, um, again, same thing as hashtag danger. You're just not going to find a lot of them out there. So if you're able to track one down, um, it's probably worth picking up as well. And that's it for speculator books for this week. So we're going to move into our back issue bonus. First book on here is Thor number 390. Now, we speculated on this book a a while back. um, But now that end game has come out and I guess at this point we can start throwing some spoilers out there a little bit. This is the first time captain America holds uh, Mjolnir or however you say it, a hammer. Uh, Thor's hammer. Yeah. yeah. In comics in, in the comics. And, you know, obviously that's something that happens in end So this book is now seeing prices between 50 and $75, but also as high as $125. Um, you know, again, this is a book that months ago was two dollars or three dollars <laughs> in back issue bins. So um, I don't think you're going to be able to find one very easily in the two to three dollar range not anymore. anymore. But um, you know, these are books. Like I don't know how long the hype is going to stay around these. Uh, you know, it may not stay that high forever. But if you can get in on them now, pick them up at a good price, and and maybe sell them off and uh, make a few dollars. Um another book that you know is endgame related is Captain America issue number 25. This is volume 7 of Captain America issue number 25 by the way. Uh it's going for about $25. And um it's got a you know basically a blanked out picture of somebody on the cover and it's like who is the next Captain America. Um so if you've seen Endgame you, you know what that's about too. Um so that's another one that's <laughs> Um, seeing an increase since the movie came out. And last but not least, another Endgame-related book, A-Force, issue number one. <laughs> this came out uh, about a year and a half ago, um, selling for $15 to $20 right now, and is um, selling pretty quickly at, at that price. Um, I do have one more that I didn't have written on my list, but Hawkeye, issue number one from 2016. This is the Kate Bishop Hawkeye series. Um, I haven't seen a lot of um, reason why on this necessarily because it's not her first appearance at all. And it headlines her own comic book as Hawkeye. Uh, but I had somebody order 10 copies today off of my website. What, so what was it again? I'll put it in right Hawkeye, now. Hawkeye issue number one oh. from 2016. Now, because I did do some looking around on eBay after, you know, anytime somebody orders 10 copies of something from me, uh, you know, obviously I have to go look and see what's going on. Uh, I don't see it selling for a lot of money right now on eBay, Um, but there's got to be a reason why people are... I saw several people posting pictures of it today on Facebook also. So the good news is, is this is a book I was very overstocked on because it's a book from two years ago and I had 14 copies
3: (laughs) sitting in my back. Time out a second. I have a spider coming down from my Spider-Man poster. So, put <laughs> put your hand out and let it and let it I bite know. you. I'm like, he literally just dropped in front of my screen, and he's climbing back up the web right now. And that's, I looked. Where that's he's, awesome. He's going to his my spider a Spider-Man poster. I was like, he's probably. I think the, he's probably uh, looking for Alchemax. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I got to go that's play cool. the
0: lottery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like like I was saying, no, it's fine. Um, but this is a book that this doesn't usually happen because most of the time I get overstocked on a book and I get stuck with them for the eternity of my life. (laughs) But, um, for some reason I had a bunch of these left over and I was able to sell 10 copies today. So that's actually a, a win for me, but, um, that's another one to keep an eye on. And, um, I, I can, like I said, I didn't see anything on eBay today where it was going for crazy money it was going for five or six dollars but if people are buying it up there's something going on with it so um, you may be able to find it like I said all my copies were three ninety nine in my back issues so uh, if you look around t- today or, or tomorrow or, f- or Friday you might be able to grab one for three or four bucks um,
3: hey, before, and that's it for back issues okay I have one related story two back issue bonuses okay so a uh, very good friend of mine Goalie on my hockey team, I've known for years. He's our age. Um I was wearing our bright side shirt in the locker room the other night. Literally this was Monday night. And we're hanging out. Our game's at nine, game ends at ten. It's about twelve thirty. We're still hanging out in the locker room. Yeah. And um (laughs) he looks at me and he goes, He sees like the logo and at the top it has comics. And he goes, What's what's the comics? bright side what's that And i was like oh that's my podcast and he, i go it's about comics comic books yeah. and stuff and i started telling him i go why do you collect comics i've known this guy for years been to montreal yeah. with him a bunch of times he's our goalie i see him every week yeah. talk to him all the time um he has a collection of back issue stuff he doesn't pay he doesn't buy he buys everything raw as he said over right. two hundred thousand dollars wow And I'm like, he has a room in his house that like people would like people would be flip out at the money he spent on his room. It's like got the humidifier, whatever. But he has all of those books in like he has everything rated. He has all that stuff. And but he doesn't want to get rid of it. And it all started when he was a kid. He collected his books and he took care of them. Right. And then when he was like I think he told me and this is just Monday night he's like his sister bought him up, uh one of the books that tells you the value when he yeah. was like 18 so he started going through all his books to see what he had and it just snowballed from there and right. he's like he just keeps at he has like the full daredevil collection and and they're all in like between 9.8 and 10 rated. Oh Jesus. So that's ridiculous. Yeah, and he's like that and he's just tell. I go. I got to get you on the pod. I go. Do you listen to podcasts? He goes, no. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but I got to get you on though. And he's like, you That's, need to start. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, no, that doesn't matter. I mean, but it's my the point about it was one. It's this is the. I don't know how many stories I've heard like this where people find out that other people are into comics, you know. Right. And that that was one of the reasons that I was asking you, like, we should give out these shirts. Because I think it's a great way – like when I fir- when we first came up with this logo, I was like, it doesn't say podcast on it. It doesn't say anything like that. But it actually works in our favor because it, it's not about this. It's about just getting people to talk. And if right. you're wearing a shirt, a, a – com- it doesn't have to be our shirt, but any comic no, book shirt. No, you're right. Some, if it says comics or – Right. But I think if it's yeah. a little bit more obscure – then people go, "What's that?" You know, like if you're wearing like a Spider-Man shirt, people know what that is. Well, you know, yeah. But if they go, "What's that?" and then you have a conversation about it, that's pretty cool, and that's yeah. that's what we're about. So that's part of the reason. That's where I, like, what really got me motivated to to give out shirts and stuff. So, right. um awesome. but that was yeah, and I definitely want to have Tim on because I mean, th- his knowledge is i mean i'm i mean you guys have you have awesome knowledge all these store owners i'm talking to i'm I'm just an idiot for this stuff but i enjoy it but i mean talking to him i'm just like wow it's like he knew i showed him what did i show i showed him the cover that i oh i showed him dr joe's cover and he was like practically rating it right there he knew the artists he knew the artists before that he knew the artists after that he like everything and he's like, oh, what that artist did, and he remembers the names. He's like, what, the, what that saying, artist? It's probably more. Yeah, that's probably more than I remember. And he starts talking. He goes, he drew Conan more natural-like, but the next artist, and he named the guy. He's not saying the artist. He's saying their names. And then right. he's like, he goes, that that's when they Conan really blew up and became like just that big He-Man type. But he's right. listing. And I was like, and I was just showing him the picture of Doctor Joe's cover, and. I'm just like I showed him the picture the cover I have from uh, Spider-Man Marvel Tales there with uh, and he goes oh yeah that was you know one of Kraven's first appearances blah 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 and I told him I go yeah that's the copy I have which is it's hanging right in front of me I'm like that's a copy I bought like a couple years ago but it has nothing to do with that it's a completely different memory for me and he then that got into his whole conversation he goes that's why I can't get rid of mine he goes they're all memories of when I was a kid he goes I don't want to get rid of them and I was like Jeez, it's like he yeah. he has so, uh, but yeah. So interesting conversation, and he everything he does is back issue, and right. he just goes out and he searches. Right now, he says he spends about a thousand a year. That's all he budgets budgets it for. It's not much,
0: but he, I mean that's not much. But I mean he probably
3: has. But most he turns it once, right? But, but then he turns it. But he'll buy it cheap and then he'll roll it. You know, or right. it'll be worth more. He knows what he's looking for. So. Right, right. So, anyways. I thought that was interesting. Very cool. So get into uh, FOC now. Okay.
0: So <laughs> for DC Comics, there was actually very little DC on FOC this week. Uh, I don't know why that is in- unless you know next week we'll probably have like twice as much than normal. Uh, so there's really no variant covers or new series from DC to talk about. So we're going to jump right into
3: Marvel. Um, oh, there it is. Marvel- okay third one down. Phew! I thought we were going to go without talking about that. <laughs> oh, oh, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> You'll uh, get to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. So, it, for Marvel, there's actually no new series um, solicited next week either, but there are um, some more Battle Lines variant covers for this week. Amazing Spider-Man issue 22. Um, I, I'm just a to butcher all these names, but it's <laughs> He Hejin Jion um, for Black Panther number twelve. It's Heejin M Im. um, for Immortal Hulk number eighteen. And yes, we are going to talk about Immortal that's, Hulk. That's, Yay! No, there it is. <laughs> um, Jungju Kim and then Thor number thirteen. Hejin Jion. Uh, so again, these are all the Battle Lines variant covers, and these are actually all really solid covers. Uh, I liked all of them. I think the Thor is my favorite but any of these uh you know you can't go wrong with them so the battle line all these variant battle lines variants have been have been really cool um this is the second time they've done a series of these and they've been awesome both times so uh go in and like I said get your store to pull those up for you and they can show them to you um for new series from dark horse we have stranger things 6 issue number 1 um so again if you watch Stranger Things, you know who Six is. Mm-hmm. Um there's A through D covers on that. And from Xenoscope Comics, we have a new series called Vessel issue number one. And there's A, B, and C covers for that. Um so once again, like go in and have your store pull those up. I didn't I didn't bring these up, but you know, there's like ten different grim fairy tales variant, you know, most of the regular series from Zenoscope and Dynamite and all those, every issue has multiple variant covers. I'm not going to bring them all up every week because there's too many. So if you don't have a way to pull them up and see them on your own, like I said, go into the store and I'm sure they'd be happy to pull them up and show them to you. And that's it for FOC this week. So not a lot to talk about. It wasn't a very big one this week. Um. All right. All right, so what do we have for recommended reading this week? What's your first one? So my first one is uh, Deceased, issue number one from DC Comics. So this was written by Tom Taylor. It had had art by Trevor Hairsign and Various. So there was a couple of pages in here that had different, different art in there. Um, so this is, you know, DC's next big event. Um, it's a six-issue series. It's basically... Uh, DC Zombies, you know, if you read Marvel Zombies yeah. from a few years ago, this is kind of DC's version of that. Uh, a little bit different take on it, though. I don't know. Did you get a chance to read it? Yeah, that's one today? of mine, too. Okay. One of my so recommended readings, so
1: let's it's, go. <laughs> it's, it's,
0: it's a, you know, it's a, obviously, it's like a zombie story, but it's like a techno virus. Right. Um. Not so much... Um, you know, most of the zombie things we watch, we don't really know what the outbreak was that starts this whole thing. But, you know, this is really techno-based, and it has a lot to do with uh, dark Side and the anti-life equation and things that we've heard a lot about, you know, through DC. If you've ever read DC, you've heard about dark Side and the anti-life equation. Um, the only thing that stood out to me on this is that I, I don't really know where this fits in story-wise with the rest of what's going on in the DC universe. Because, you know, we had Nightwing in this book. Yep. And anybody that's following, you know, the Nightwing series should know that he's not Nightwing anymore. So I I do have some questions on where this story takes place continuity-wise. I don't Um, think it does. I don't think it's within. It might not. I think it's just its
3: own story, like, nice little story to tell or something. And
0: it might be, right? It might just wrap up and not necessarily have, you know, lasting ramifications. Right. To DC, um, which makes sense because, like I said, I I really—if this was going to have an impact on on the DC universe, I would wonder where this was taking place story-wise. Um,
3: but well, there's some I, I don't crazy know things that happen. That
0: there's a lot of crazy things that happen in this. Um, A couple of things, you know. I really like this book, so um, I definitely recommend reading it. But there's a couple things that were a little off to me on this. Um, Cyborg seemed very out of character to me in in this book. Uh, I don't know if you got that um, when you were reading it, but a little bit. Some of his expressions and some of the things he said seemed a little off for him. And
3: I wasn't a huge fan of the art in in this. well, I, I, it's funny you say this, various artists, because you're right. Some of the pages were re- I really liked, and then other pages seemed like they seemed like um, almost like uh, Sunday morning cartoons, like draw, well, it, You know what I mean? The like, main
0: artist, the, the Trevor Hare sign, you know, he, obviously he did most of the book. I, I feel like all his proportions were a little off. The bodies all seemed really elongated to me.
3: <laughs> um yeah. I and know what you're some the faces as well just seemed well it, you um know out what's of proportion I, 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 I thought the same thing i i don't know if it the body i would have gone the exact opposite description as you and i would have said yeah. the heads are too small it looked like it, right. instead of the bodies being too long, it's like I think the, the heads, heads are, are too small. Too small cause
0: but see, even the heads themselves, though, I felt like they were very long-jawed. Like narrow. And, yeah. and, you know, again, this is me. Like these guys are all doing something that I'm not able to do. I know. And I wish I could. So right. I I always hate it when I come off critical of, of artists right. um, because I can't do it. But I still, I, you know, I just know what appeals to me and – see i some of this felt a little off and i'm not for
3: criticizing me. you for criticizing I, I i think there is room for it if you don't like something or whatever right uh, me personally i usually if i don't like it i just i don't comment on it i don't i don't hate anything but to me it's more what i like to do is like when i really like a piece of art or the way it's drawn i'll really emphasize that part I'll just right. tell you how great I think something is as opposed to the other way around. That's just me personally, but I, I, I do agree you. with you on this. I hear you, but I'm just, you know, if I'm putting so it out
0: there and trying and giving it a little mini review, I want right. people to know what, what to expect. Yep. Um, in regular conversation, I would not never call it out, you know, really as big right. and bad. It
3: doesn't but. hurt the story.
0: Right. No, it does not. At and all. and it's not all bad. Like some of the no. long like some of the establishing shots and some of the other things, you know, they looked pretty good, but I just felt like the the figures themselves were a little out of out of whack. But overall I really did like the story. Um you know, we kind of knew what we were going to get, you know, with you know
3: You know what ceased. I, f- I I felt that in a way kind of hurt to what you're saying about the art is um it wasn't consistent. It it was like, you know how like a lot of books will have, you know, it'll be one or if it's inconsistent, it's inconsistent for a reason. Like, I think we talked about it it, uh, last week in, um, uh, what was it where you changed scenes? So the scenery changed. it, it, but this one was just like, it, it just seemed like jumped all over the place. And so it, it really didn't have a good flow to the artwork. But well, again, I'll tell you maybe that... that's part of it and I didn't pick up on it but I I just like I said I was kind of uh, the first time I read it I was just kind of just enthralled with the story just trying right. to get to the end and figure out what the hell's going on here
0: well and like I was gonna say and I feel this way even if I really enjoy all the artists it really bugs me when a story's drawn by multiple people like to me it takes me out of it if if the art changes halfway through the story like I generally yeah. don't like it when multiple artists work on a story, unless it's an anthology or something that's like, say, Detective 1000 or something. Like, obviously, that's, you know, you're going to get different artists with that. And the book we talked about last week, which was Electric Black, I didn't mind it there either, because where the art changed, they were separate stories. So it felt like that made sense. But if I'm just reading a book that's 22 pages, and it's meant to be a cohesive 22 pages, it bugs me when the art changes halfway through it. Right. Um, so even if I really like the art, it bothers me. So in something like this where it was a little hinky to me to begin with, it takes me way out of it when
3: it switches up multiple times throughout the book. I thought um, the, uh, the last scene was really good, Yeah. really well drawn, and that last page that I think had – I don't even know if it had a, it had a line. Or maybe I don't think it did either. It, but it was very—you turned the page, and that—that that is a great, great piece of art for right. for this book. It was very powerful, and like you look at it, it over and over, it was—it um, was really good. So and, and, and going to hide out on the art there.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to throw out a very mild spoiler too, just because I thought this was pretty funny. <laughs> but you know, we mentioned that this was a techno virus, so obviously it was spread primarily through cell phones and computer networks and things like that and you know you get to a point where um damien and john kent were together playing video games and, and by the way how i don't even know if i thought this was awesome or if i thought it was kind of hokey but the fact that damien's wearing a batman t-shirt and john's wearing a superman t-shirt yeah while they're hanging around <laughs> it's like that would be like me wearing a t-shirt with my own face on it <laughs> but, but anyways, they're they're together when they realize that this virus is, is outbreaking. And, of course, Damien's thinking about Batman and what what's going on because he can't reach Batman. And uh, John has a, a comment where he says, well, it's spread through social media, and Batman's not very social, so he's yeah. probably okay. <laughs> and I thought that was great. Yeah, yeah. So um, I thought funny. I'd bring that out there because it was a pretty, pretty funny moment. So, That's funny. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, overall, I, I recommend it. I think it's going to be a fun series, so um, definitely get out there and pick that up. It's, it's well worth it.
3: All right. All right. Do you want me to do mine next? Sure. All right. Um, so mine my is Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. Um, did you read this one?
0: I did read it. All right. I saw your hint hint on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I was like, and I went at 5.30. This. I was like, oh, crap. Let me go pick this book up and read it because he's going to want to talk about
3: it. So, <laughs> so this book I thought was um, – I really liked it. I started out and I was kind of like, oh, I wonder how this is going to play with people. Right. And then by the end of it, you're like, oh, okay, I'm in. I'm all in. And I was in to begin with. But it it starts off. Um, I don't want to give it anything away, but it's Batman Teen. It, this has nothing. I don't think this has anything to do with the first two. It didn't, and which that's what threw me off
0: a little bit because I was expecting this to really be like a direct sequel to
3: right. It's the just, last the last miniseries. So the first one, the first one took place. Did I get it right? One took place in Gotham. The other one took place in New York.
0: Right, and right. I think it was the second one that took place in New York.
3: Batman went to New York in the second one, right? Yeah, I think so, turtles, right, because right. That's right, because the Turtles went... They accidentally ended up in Gotham in the first one. In the first one, right, right. right.
0: And that's why I thought this one would be more of a sequel to the second one.
3: And this one is, like, totally different. It's a different it location. You'll know what I mean when you read it. Um, so... I thought the artwork in this one was very consistent. Very consistent to the first two books as well. Right. Well, um, it's the same artist. Right. Freddie but I, Williams. I, right. Yeah. But, I mean, drawn like... One of the things I liked about the first two books is that it was Batman almost drawn in, like, a Turtles type... Style. Style. Right. Um, And I just... I, I think I liked the writing. I thought it was... I like the way the story's going. I think it has some good humor in it. It's get You've got the mix of the turtles and obviously Batman, right. the, you know, they're two completely different type of people. <laughs> um, what'd you think about how it flowed where it's, where the story's going?
0: Uh, I really liked it. Um, you know, I was, I, I don't want to say I was confused at the beginning, but I was definitely wondering what was going on, um, you know, with Batman specifically because he was a version of Batman that we're not used to seeing. Well, and, mild um,
3: spoiler, uh, if you don't notice it, did you notice on the first, it was like the first to second page, he has ninja boots on? Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I'm toes. saying. His, <laughs>
0: yeah, his costume and everything was, yeah. um, like I said, very ninja-ish, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess. And, you know, even our, our versions of, <coughs> excuse me, of Harley Quinn and the Joker, you know, they were very... Um, Asian inspired, you know, like Japanese inspired. Um, I thought, and
3: yeah, your our versions is a good way right. to put it. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> so you know, again, you so it kind of leaves you wondering what you know what's really happening, and then you know you don't really find out to the last two three pages, um, right. really what's going on. And I don't I don't want to spoil it, so I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to say what's going on, but it kind of comes together at the end and sets it up for you know the next five issues or so that are coming up.
3: Right. So. Yeah, I I definitely want to uh read this along. I I mean, I want to keep up with it. I'll probably also buy the book when it comes out as well to right. go with my other two. Um, but yeah, this is scenes of uh, almost like Batman Ninja from the animated. Yeah. Um, well that it, right, that's what that's what it actually it reminded me a lot of that actually. Yeah. Drawn drawn different, drawn more like turtles, but yes art, in artwork but the same idea of the batman ninja um so yeah i definitely recommend picking that up it's in and, and we got the movie coming soon too The i made a movie coming so um yeah it's it, it was it's fun it's definitely a lot of fun and i it's i like the name at the end too i don't want to give that away but it's uh, yeah when you find out what the title is of the whole thing so all right
0: Yeah, very cool. Yes. All right. So my next book is from Aftershock Comics. It's Descendant, issue number one. This was written by Stephanie Williams with art by Yevgeny Bornyakov. Uh, Hopefully I said that right. So um, this is kind of um, like a political mystery story, I guess. I, I don't know how to explain it. But basically, these um, children of politicians are being kidnapped. Um, so there's a guy, a senator that's running for president, and his his baby gets kidnapped. And then, um, as they're reporting on that story, and you're starting to meet the characters, you hear from a news story, you know, in the background that another child um, has been, you know, kidnapped. So. There's a couple things here that were pretty interesting. Um you know when the first the first kid is kidnapped, um you know again consider this is taking place in 2019. Um there's a ransom note left in the crib of the baby and the the kidnappers are asking for $100,000. So, you know in this day and age that's a pretty low amount to to <laughs> kidnap and ransom somebody for. Right. You know, I mean you you you're wow. assuming that these people are wealthy politicians. And you know you're asking for a hundred thousand dollars. And then you look at the note and everything on it is misspelled. Uh, it looks like it was written by like a ten year old. So you're kind of wondering what's going on. Like who has the brains to pull off a, a kidnapping right out of the house where the parents are both, the parents were both there when it happened. So who's smart enough to pull something like that off, but isn't smart enough to ask for the right amount of money or even spell everything right on the ransom note? Yeah. So that <laughs> that's kind of a mystery that that's it's you know is starting to set up. Um, and then there's a like a symbol on the bottom of the of the ransom note, and you don't know what the symbol means. But as you come through the rest of the story, one of the characters identifies the symbol as being on the ransom note. From uh the Lindbergh baby, when the Lindbergh baby was kidnapped, which would have been I don't know fifty years ago all the all the notes and correspondence had this same symbol on it, so now you're linking this fifty year old kidnapping to these current day kidnappings, and that that's kind of where it ends, but uh you know it sets up the next issue. You're like wondering what you know what's going on here. Is this a copycat or is this a conspiracy? What's going on? Yeah. Uh, are these people that are doing this? Like I said, they, you don't get the impression that they're very intelligent. But <laughs> you know, you're sounds like they're somebody pulling, right up my alley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they're pulling off these pretty sophisticated crimes. Um, but they're asking for the same, like I think the Lindbergh baby was probably ransomed for 100 grand, and that was like 50 years ago. Yeah. So, you know, you would expect, again, you would expect them to be asking for millions <laughs> in yeah. this day and age. Yeah, so, it costs a living, you know, it goes up. Exactly. Gotta ask right? for more. <laughs> I mean, everybody's got to live. Everybody's got to eat, right? Yeah. So, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I don't know. Like I said, it was really cool. I really liked the artwork. Uh, I've never heard of uh, Yevgeny Bornikov. I've never seen his work before. Um, I thought the writing was cool. Um, you know, you feel for these characters because their their children have been kidnapped, but they're not really very likable characters on their own. So you have that kind of, <laughs> you know, where you don't really like them, but you feel bad for them because they're going through what they're going through. So it was pretty interesting. Um, like I said, I don't know where it's going to go. Uh, I'm not even sure if it's a miniseries or an ongoing. Um, but like we always talk about, if a number one issue has me getting to the last page, interested in reading number two, you know, it definitely did its job. And, you know, I'm intrigued enough to see where this goes. So, um, I do give it a thumbs up. I think it was pretty good. Cool. All
3: right. Um, all right. Get into, uh, War of the Realms for this week. Uh, did you get a chance to read number three? I did not. Okay. Uh, it's very good. It's very thick, very heavy a lot of yeah. r- lot of uh, lot going on this week. I never got a chance to read it a second time um today. I will read it a second time, but uh first time through, lot of action, lot of good good stuff going on, some uh some pretty uh detrimental stuff going on some characters uh some <laughs> characters go through a few things. Uh the ending is really really good um, the last page is a very uh, powerful page um, and there's uh, pretty cool, there's good humor in it, uh, there's a Spider-Man I think I tweeted out today they have a Spider-Man line in there similar to what he does in the MCU where he quotes old movies right. he kind of he does the same thing in here um, he's not quoting the MCU, he's quoting an older movie Right. Uh, so that's kind of fun, um, but yeah, keeping up on War of the Realms definitely number three. you Got to keep up with this one. It's it's a thick book. It's a lot going on, and it's I'm I'm really enjoying this whole and and it's you know what's funny is you get to the store and I was like oh only one this week
2: okay cool yeah I know <laughs> like,
3: it was
0: interesting like, that there were no tie ins this week no no um, not this week but um, yeah you know after, I I read number two just this week actually. Okay. And it is shaping up to be a pretty good story. Like I really like the where so far where it's going. So, um,
3: I, so I think. So rem- remind me what happened in
2: two exactly that you that you
3: remember because I've read them all. So it's like if you remember it, tell me because this one really picks up. There's this is almost oh like man two I or don't know books. don't put me on the
0: spot now oh
3: sorry <laughs> <laughs> nothing um, nothing no one thing particularly stands out.
0: I, I just right. think it's. Having read the first two, it's like I said. I just think it's shaping up to be a good series. Like I, I can't think of anything specifically yeah. that that stands out. In um, it. Um,
3: so, did you ever read the Punisher one? Punisher uh, yes, one. I did. And you yeah, see I've what read I mean? all like, the War of the Realms things. Okay. Uh, so you see what I mean on that one. Like you really don't have to follow that one in particular because right. it's is literally an offshoot. <laughs> so far, you know, I was talking to somebody in the
0: store today about this. So far, I think the only one that that really seems like it may tie in very directly is the War Scrolls. Yeah, um,
3: that's, I think that's the one. That and we, I think yeah.
0: we talked about that too. Yeah. That one, that one definitely seems like one you should keep up with. Um, but the other ones, apart from being good reads don't seem like
3: they're going to really so, connect too much so there's a story in war scrolls that directly ties into number 3 okay um so that re- it picks up right from there so that's why i kind of said like i think there's four stories in there And I think two of them are like really just one offs that don't have anything to do. And the other two, I believe maybe it's only one, but I know of one in particular that really picks up into number three here. Right. Um, so just keep that in mind, but some of the other ones, they're smaller. Like if you don't know about them, it's not the end of the world, but, um, I think even those ones you can almost go to the store and look, flip through it and you'll see what we're talking about. I know you don't like that.
0: But. We're we're not libraries, we're stores. So yeah. we don't we don't like people flipping through books and not purchasing them. Maybe buy DJ. something else. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. Um Okay. <laughs> That's what I get by having him as a host. Yeah. <laughs> um did you read uh Year of the Villain? No. I haven't read year of the Bill. Holy crap. I I've heard some good things about it though. It's, um it's good, but I wish there was a story line, a, a, like a story to go with it. Kind of like War of the Realms is doing their story and then you read other part. This is literally it's all set up. I think this is the only one, correct? Well, yes, this but it's setting
0: one-off. up right, but it's setting up the whole summer. Like right. it's setting up Leviathan. It is setting up things that you are going to read.
3: Right. Leviathan number – like it's setting right. up Leviathan. But there's also like you got to continue. It. it tells you at the back Justice League number five, 25 right. and then Batman number 75 is a tie-in. Right. So you have to – you know, you really – I mean this is like a freebie or whatever. It's right. I guess early. what you're it's
0: saying is it's not one game. series that you have to follow. It, right. It's going to be multiple things that it's setting up. Right. Um but this is the quote unquote year of the villain for DC. So I think this is setting up the whole year really of right. what we're going to see right. the rest of going the year. Like
3: yeah. Batman, Superman comes out in August. That yes. it's tied into that. It's like and they have everything. So definitely get to your comic book store. I think this is going to be if you haven't been yet, uh this will be given away on yeah, Saturday. I'm giving
0: them I'm giving them away Saturday. Technically they're available for sale today. For they're they're supposed cents. to be a quarter. Right, they weren't really designed to be given away for free, but most right. stores I know of are, are actually giving them away. Right. That's um, what
3: Ernie said at Friendly Neighborhood. He's like they just give away you're, it's part of Free Comic Book Day. It's
0: just yeah. a, early. I got hosed um, a bit because only half of my order showed up. I got shorted oh. half of my copies. So, by the time I get them in 2 weeks, it's not that they won't be relevant, but I won't have as many oh, it'll to still give away. Be relevant because I yeah, think
3: the first tie-in I, isn't for a few weeks, anyways. Right, but
0: you. I won't have as many to give away on Saturday as I was right. hoping to. Yeah, um,
3: but definitely in a pick way it that up. might
0: be a good thing because I'll have copies to stretch out. Yeah, longer. True. Because you know, if I if I would have got them all,
3: they'd all be gone Saturday. So right. Um, yeah, that's the way to look on the bright side. Yeah, that's right. Hey, look at that. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely pick this book up. It's I mean it's free. Or twenty five cents if you have a even at, a, the, even at the, a quarter at a yeah, quarter it's but worth it. Just the last I mean, and then it 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 outlines everything for the rest of the year, basically. Right. Um and did you get to read Batman seventy? Uh no. I'm having trouble keeping up with all these Batmans in my head. I did not um, um read that. Okay. Then we won't talk about it because I I but got to see the preview, a little bit of the preview for the uh, Batman The Last Night on Earth.
0: I did, too. That was in the back of something back that of, I read today, Teenage uh, Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think it was in the back oh, okay. of that one, too. Yeah, it was in the back
1: of uh, Batman and 70 yeah. as well. Yeah, but.
0: so I read that little preview, too. That looks really cool. Uh, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. Yep. I um, think it's going to be a good story. Um, I read Heroes in Crisis, number eight. Um, oh,
2: yeah, Cool.
0: I'm pretty cheesed off about that. To be honest you? with you, yes, I am. I, I, I'm not happy with the way that went down at all. Uh why? I don't do know you? if we want to spoil it or not, but <laughs> it's how long's it been out? A couple of weeks? Uh, it came out last week, so it's been out for a week right
3: now. Oh, all right. So that, yeah, let's not spoil it. Um, what do you think? Like, why do you think it's a cheap a cheap way out? Is that you don't like the writing, or what don't you like? I don't like, like. I like. I don't it. like what they did to Wally.
0: Like, I, I don't know why you bring this character back after all these years, who's a, such a fan favorite character to everybody, and then you slap him with something now that can't be undone. Like, I don't care if you go back and undo it later. Like, people are not going to forget that. Like, he's now a tainted character. <laughs> like, I just don't think you can. But I don't. Find I don't think him you that, can
3: come back for that. From I don't, that, I don't find him that tainted. I don't find him any more tainted than. Um then Barry and flashpoint and the, all the, the issues that that has caused. Um, I, you know what I mean? People have made mistakes and yeah, but I think, that's... I think the, the, the message and the reason why I think with the, you know, the PTSD and I think that message is a powerful one. And I think it, and that, that's why I like the story. And like we had said, you hadn't even read it. And we had talked about it a few weeks ago about how it's it doesn't need to be a happy ending. It doesn't. What well, doesn't? To be a good and it's definitely and it's and definitely
0: it, not a happy ending. And, well, it's not.
3: It, yeah, it's well, not, it's not quite it's the ending. To be. It's not. The, yeah. it's not the ending. It, we still have one more book. I don't anticipate it's going to be sunshine and rainbows. Yeah, I don't think it's going to get better from here. But but um, just the fact that if you don't like it and it it makes you ang- i just that's what i like about this book i'm not saying i love it and it's like a it's like i said at the end of um a perfect storm or the storm of the century that's kind of right. how i feel about this
0: well here's the thing though that here's what bugs me about it more than anything it's not so much the event itself that takes place that um he perpetrate it's hard to talk about without spoiling it but it's kind of like the <laughs> length he goes through afterwards to to cover it up.
3: But, that's where I think you're fat. faulty. You know what right, I mean? Right, but it's not it's not the lengths that you and I would go to. It's It takes them like a second.
0: <laughs> well, no, but what I'm saying, you know what I mean? well, no, but it's it's the framing of other people, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of, that's where he becomes irredeemable a little bit. It's not that he did what he did because, again, you could blame it on PTSD or whatever, but then he goes to lengths to to cover it up, you know, and to kind of, Shift the blame away from it, like that's to me where he becomes a little bit irredeemable yeah. because, you know, that's not heroic. That's now yeah. criminal we'll do, in a way. Right. So we'll do.
3: Uh, I think. Uh, like, I want to read the entire series once I get every. We right. Get we get one book. more.
0: We get one more issue, but I just don't feel like Tom King can undo that satisfactorily. You know, like how do you take that away? Even if he, well, I know. Even what you're if he, he, even if he come, even if it becomes proven that. You know, it wasn't really in his control. The things he did afterwards were very much in his control. Yeah, you know, it's like I know, you, but, you turn but yourself in. A, you know, you
3: go. But he's a flawed character now, and right. And I, it, there's, I, there's nothing wrong with creating flawed characters. There's so, not. But to me, why I mean? bring
0: him back? Like, why go to the trouble? Just leave him gone. Like, why'd you go to the trouble to bring this guy back from the ether? If you're, the story, gonna, if you're just gonna, if you're just gonna crap on his we'll legacy, see. you know? We'll <laughs> see. It's like
3: we'll have to see
0: well well, well the problem to- is, is the problem is it wasn't Tom King that brought him back like Tom King didn't write rebirth so like they went to the trouble to bring this guy back in rebirth that everybody's been yeah. waiting for for years and Tom King comes along and says well here's this guy that you all like i'm going to crap all over him and make sure you don't like him anymore it's <laughs> like <laughs> see i'm not that uh, angry so uh, so I don't know, um, but but how long have you followed Wally West? Like you a big Wally West fan? No. Like you were out of comics for years. Yeah, yeah. so, so like that's when Barry when, yeah. when Barry died in crisis, it was Wally. like Wally's been right. around forever. so um, he means more to some people than, right. than others, you know um, And you know for the most part, Barry is my flash too. like I I'm older. Than the '90s, so I grew up with Barry Allen, but I did read a lot of Wally West, so you know you get to really have a fondness for the character. And this just was very out of character for Wally. You know, Wally is is more of a beacon, more of a heroic character than Barry, because Barry did Flashpoint, and Barry is broken and somewhat uh, flawed. And Wally was like the beacon that kind of outshone Barry. And now he's not that anymore. But see, so. that's
3: kind of how. So maybe that's why I feel that way. Is because I'm just like, okay, they just they're doing. Because I was, I almost feel the way you feel now when they did that to Barry. Right. You know what I mean. So maybe they're doing that for another generation of people that don't. You know what I mean? Like, okay, now it's this generation's turn to be a little bit upset about a flash.
0: Right now, it's going to be Bart
3: Allen. He's going to be the beacon. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of funny that what we're saying is like it's almost like a generational thing we have to go through. So um, I don't know. I it's and I I like the story from the beginning to the end. You know, it's like it's not like like Flashpoint was so. Flashpoint was so. flash-oriented right in a way. But you knew right from the beginning this one was more of a mystery.
0: Right. And I'll tell you, this is the first issue out of the last three that I actually understood what was going on because <laughs> the two before it, like I really they didn't... they
3: spelled it out?
0: <laughs> I, well, well, I just didn't know. I really didn't know what they were doing. And I still don't right. even know what... I don't, still don't know I what issue like six and seven are like, about.
3: Right. You know? I'd like to read it all over. Start to begin, get one through nine and, and read, read them all, all. Yeah. in order... And maybe when they, you know, if they come out with the the book, get that too and read that. But
0: this did but, answer some of the questions. Like this answered yeah. the Harley and Booster Gold questions. Yep. So, uh, you know, I feel like by the end of this, whether we are happy with the outcome or not, at least all the questions will be answered. Like, right. I, I'm sure that he's gonna wrap everything up by issue nine, one way or the other. Like I said, whether it, whether we like the outcome or not, um, at least we won't be guessing what you
3: know what's going on. Yeah. So, so, all right, that's good. I'm glad you read it, though. That's fun because I I think it's going to be fun to do that again. Yeah. Talk about the whole thing. So, all right, any other books? Uh, no. All right, all right. We ready to get into some spoilers? I I mean, I guess I don't
0: know what else we have to say <laughs> about no, all this. I but got,
3: I got a bunch of stuff.
0: So. so I, right. I mean, I I I fear for you because I know the kind of crap you went through last week on Twitter. I know because of your unpopular opinion. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to say I, anything too you bad. Say that like it was so bad. I know. <laughs> it's like, just what kidding. we get one comment? Uh, <laughs> well, a couple. Somebody uh, said, "What the heck was John thinking?" And apparently, it was big enough that I got my own hashtag. So yeah,
3: well, um, <laughs> that was in your defense. I know, but so still, that's yeah. Oh yeah, you. Could, I mean, on Twitter, I don't think it was as bad. Everywhere I went, that people know and listen. That's what to I'm us, saying. I
0: was getting, but my ears were <laughs> ringing all over the people place. People were so. like,
3: "I was like, I, I, and like, yeah." I went into Friendly Neighborhood on Saturday. Podcast came out Friday. Right. I go into Friendly Neighborhood and Ernie, the owner, goes, "What the heck is John thinking?" I was like, "I was like, I know," and then I was like, "Wait a minute, you listened." Yeah, right. Like, that, let's not bury the lead here. The lead. I was like, <laughs> I didn't even know you listened. Um, but yeah, that was pretty cool. But yeah, and then other people have said it
2: as well.
0: <laughs> so, well, funny. I'll tell you, and it's garnered a lot of listens. Like this is one of our most listened to episodes, especially as fast as it got there. Title. Well, right, but still, <laughs> w- no. Well, I wasn't saying it was because of me necessarily, no, I know, but I know it was because of the discussion. I think right. Or even just some of that where people, you know, are calling me bonkers or what have you on Twitter and other people are seeing it and going, (laughs) well, I got to see what that's all about. So let me go read that. (laughs) So color
3: color me shocked. It blew by our Hellboy issue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Imagine that. (laughs) (laughs) And and Hellboy was doing well that we put that one out. (laughs) It was like, womp. I think Hellboy's had like... Hellboy is
0: like the Justice League compared to the end game. So
3: (laughs) yeah. Alright, let's get let's get into spoilers here. Alright.
2: Did you like the beginning? Did you like
3: how the pace started and how like, did you have a problem with that?
0: No. No. Okay. I, I I liked the, the cold open with, um. oh, shoot, Clint. I couldn't think of his yeah. name for a second. You know, with Hot Clint, guy. yeah, he, you know, he's on the farm with his family. And, and we mentioned this the other night when we were talking about it. You know, we got our answer to where Clint was. ...during Infinity War.
3: Yeah, we said that the other night. Yeah, Right, and, very
0: subtly. Oh, like, they never really I... come out and say it, but... Right. You know, they show the ankle monitor, and, you, you know, know we I... know... Yeah, go ahead.
3: I, what I was going to say is, a little small little, little thing, he must have got a b- longer sentence than Scott. Right, because cause Scott was already out. <laughs> he was already out. He was yeah. already free. Yeah, so, you're right. You know what I mean? So, like, he had been freed. You know, he was done with his sentence... When the snap happened, right? Clint was still at home. Granted, right. he was living on a giant farm. Yeah, but... you know, cry me a
0: river because you know if that's the punishment you get, he had it. Pretty, you know, he's with his whole family yeah. on his big farm, right. shooting his arrows. You know, yeah. having barbecues. Yeah. So I don't. I
3: don't think Poor he was. Scott's trapped in a house trap, playing with his daughter in like a exactly. jungle habitat. <laughs> I don't think he
0: was crying over his sentence, but yeah, um... he's
3: like that's where I wanted to be, anyways. But
0: yeah, you know, obviously, really. You know, a really emotional scene, you know. Oh, you yeah. get you get to see Clint, you know, happy with his family, they're out having a great day, and then, you know, basically he turns around and they're all gone. And, and it was you know,
3: basically the scene everybody had anticipated when we saw right. that in the trailer. We're like right. er, I mean, that was like the, Twitter lit up the online, everything lit up and went, Okay, Clint's whole family's going.
0: Right. Well, and, and a, a, like, kind of imagine yourself in that situation because, like, if you're in populated areas and you start to see other people disappearing, like, obviously right. you don't know really what's going on, but you get the sense that something's happening. You know, he was kind of isolated with his family and really didn't know what was going on. Right. So, what's going through your mind when you just turn around and everybody's gone? You don't think then, to yourself, right. well, they dusted and they disappeared. That wouldn't come to my mind if my. Family was gone right. when I turned around. So he's got to be like. He, the
3: life right. he leads, though, would lend him to think, you know, something. Maybe,
0: maybe so, but, you know, you got to be like, what's going through his mind at that point? And you see, because he snaps, right? Like, it just drives him right. crazy, you know, and he, you know, spoilers for a little bit later in the movie, but, you know, he becomes Ronin
3: and, you know, he's out there on this killing spree, you know, right. Which killing you- people. Which you could imagine to to stick with him for a minute here that's a, if you had his capabilities right that's exactly what you would do. I think right. I, I don't I mean that totally I'm not saying it well it kind of does justify what he does. He goes out there and he's taking out anybody any and all bad guys right in 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 the worst way possible because they're still alive. And that's that's what he says. He's like, right. "You're still alive. My family got Thanos. You're getting me." I think he says something like that. Right. And it's like, like, why is my family gone and you're still here? Right. I could totally see myself doing that, and I I don't even know what to. I don't even know how to handle myself. <laughs> I,
0: I can, in a way, you know, like looking at it, the punishment doesn't really fit the crime. Like, I don't know in his mind how he's relating what happened to his family because of Thanos to these petty criminals other than like you well, said that one they showed
3: I, in japan didn't i seem guess it,
0: too petty well no he was like the yakuza or whatever yeah. but i mean i'm guessing it's just in his mind he's like if you were lucky enough to survive the snap it should change your life you know and right. maybe you should yeah think about exactly. not doing what you're doing but you know from everything we've ever seen in any kind of media you know it's just the opposite Whenever there's any kind of martial law or zombie outbreak or whatever, that's when people turn on each other the most. So I'm surprised that more people weren't out there committing crimes and, you know, um, going crazy. Because half the population just vanished, you know? Right. um, But anyways, I really liked his whole character arc through this whole movie. Uh, I think he's, you know, obviously... You know he's the joke of the MCU, right? Like everybody jokes about Hawkeye, you know, because he's a guy with a bow and arrow standing toe to toe with gods, you know, and everybody, you know, he's been the butt of every joke (laughs) since since he started, right? Like
3: we said before, he joked about it in Ultron. He's like, right? (laughs) But I think that you know, in this movie, flying, I've got a bow and arrow. He,
0: you know, (laughs) he kind of came into well. But here's the thing: it's like nobody says that about Natasha, and she's basically the same. Right. She's also just a just a person with right. no powers, but nobody was making fun of her. But everybody's making fun of him. If anything, he had more than she did cuz she can't shoot arrows. So Right. No, she um, has
2: those electric
0: things on her wrist. Right. But um <laughs> but like nobody was giving her as much grief as they were giving Clint. Right. Um but I think he really came into his own in this movie um as a character, he was Much more to me, he was more fleshed out than he ever was. Um, this was almost
3: like his coming out movie, it
0: was right. Right. And I have to wonder in my mind if Disney Plus doesn't play a little part in that in the background because you know, obviously, we know that you know he's going to have a show on Disney Plus, so they're trying to set him up to be a little bit more than what he has been in the past, I think. Um but, yeah, to go back to that, you know, I, the ending of it, I mean, the beginning of this movie was very, um, very low, like you said. You know, you go right from yeah. the Clint scene, you know, to, I think it goes straight to Tony on the spaceship. Um, yes. And, you know, again, we've all seen the trailer. So, you know, he's 21 days in space. He's about to run out of air. 22. Um, because 22 they, days. They picked
3: 22 because it's the 22nd movie. 22nd movie. That's when he gets um, rescued. Yeah,
0: so you know, again, this is where you suspend. I don't want to no, suspend I have an belief answer for
3: that. I have an answer for that.
0: But conveniently, Captain Marvel shows up right when it's he's about convenient. to take his last. I know they sent him out there, but how did they know where he was? I'll, okay, all
3: right, wait a minute. You know, so I know, you'd like literally just <laughs> jump through the screen at me? Well, because the, I know you're going to defend. Because here's no, what no, you do. No, no, I'm not going to defend. I, this is an explanation that I heard. See if this is plausible to you. So nope. It, one, of, <laughs> this is what I have to deal with. I haven't even said anything yet, and I gotta. <laughs> nope. I do not want to listen to you. La 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 I'm la I'm taking la, my la. toys and going home. Right. So, in one of the trailers, they showed that um, Captain Marvel show up at Avengers headquarters. Right. And say, "Where's Where's Fury? Right. What happened to Fury? So what you do? And that wasn't in the movie." No, but it was from Captain Marvel's post-credit scene. Right. No, yeah. but I'm saying that scene wasn't in this movie. No. Right? So what what you, what you do is you extrapolate out that, okay, that scene took place. She got the pager. She came back to Earth. Right. And then they said, Tony's on Titan. They right. did know that. He's probably either there or on his way back. Go find him. Because when she showed up, with Tony, nobody was like, "Who's this girl bringing a spaceship back?" They no, all knew that was happening. Right, but do they
0: know he's on Titan?
3: Yeah, how they knew? They knew because because um, they
0: weren't part of his whole story arc. In in no,
3: Infinity but Rock, War. no, but rocket and uh, um, oh. what you call it? All they knew who went where. That he went with Doctor Strange and Peter, and they right. end up there. And um, uh, Nebula yeah. ends up back, and she knew where they were. Well, she was with them, but right. they had to know that he was there on Titan because that's where he would go. And they had talked—multiple members had talked about where Thanos was going to go, so they knew the plan. All right. But the other thing, too, is so this ship
0: is adrift in space. It had enough fuel for like one day or something. Well, I don't remember. Right, what they, they said. got an extra
3: few hours out of right. It, whatever, but then it says. then it goes right.
0: adrift. So, are, would we not consider that this thing went adrift, not heading straight back to Earth? Like maybe yeah, it's well, gone way off to the left somewhere. No, like no, because why know would what it, it so- drift? Why would it drift straight forward the entire way?
3: Because when you're in space, once you're in motion, you stay in motion. It's yeah. not there's no breeze that's going to knock you off course. Know. It would <laughs> no, fall. That, I don't. That's know. science. No, that's space. That's science. I that's fact. That's not even I'm not like a, I'm
0: not an astrophysicist, but <laughs> clearly. Um, <laughs> all, all right, right. so, so even 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 let's say I buy all of that, and it, it seems that's plausible. Co- that's actual
3: factual. <laughs> it's,
0: it's not well, buying it. It's not factual because none of this really happened.
3: But no, oh, but once you're in motion in space,
0: that in okay, motion. that's fine. But even okay. if I buy the fact that they knew where Tony was and they sent Carol out to look for him. Did they know the exact minute he was going to run out of air? Like it's still, uh, it's very no, convenient. There's of lots course. of there's lots of things in this movie that were. The other day I said plot holes, and that may have been but the John, wrong word. But John, no, listen, listen, I listened to you. <laughs> plot holes might have been the wrong word, um, because now that I've had time to think about it, but there's lots of conveniences. Like everything conveniently happens. Just at the right, t- like the mouse conveniently walks across the the dashboard. Right. She conveniently shows up the second he's taking his last breath. Um, but you know, John,
3: that's a story. <laughs> well, so I- I in real life, but-, but in real life, you said it. You said it about that book um, that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, where they found the. A- they found conveniently they found the lost manuscripts in the floor. Right but I said it then too. I know and that's what I'm saying but but of course that's when they found them because that's when the story takes place those books were in that floor for many years that everybody walked over and nobody conveniently creaked the floor and they found them. Right. So at the moment something is found that's the convenient moment. You can't pick on it because that's when it happens but
0: how often does something happen in your real life does it always happen well, at the I'm exact... Well, I'm
3: drifting la- in space. No,
0: but it doesn't always <laughs> happen at the exact last possible moment it could happen to be effective.
3: I'll tell you, I always... Lots of things in your life I, happen... You know, you know what? When I lose something, <laughs> it's always in the last place I look. Uh, you're right. <laughs> so <laughs> you're right it is anyways all right moving go- on moving
0: on going back <laughs> we to got that. a lot to get to right so moving on going back to that so anyways to continue with the theme yeah you know we're still down in the dumps because tony's out there he's doing his love letter back to pepper yeah if you which find for- this i'm which thinking is foreshadowing
3: of you. the end Yes, that that it, whole scene foreshadows the end of the movie, right? Because we're in and, spoilers, and I'm so knows. and I'm
0: so stupid that I thought at the end they were listening to the same helmet that he had on the ship. it took, right. me, it took me a second did you, to, hey, to did uh, you hear that
3: everybody he yeah. called himself stupid. Now that's how bad these takes are. He's it calling took, himself stupid.
0: It took me a second <laughs> to realize it was a different helmet. Right, um, but anyways, yeah. So you get the whole Tony scene, and then you go back to, you know. Uh, Nat and to- and Steve and everybody that are left in Avengers headquarters. And, yeah, it's just a very bleak opening yeah. to this movie. You know, everybody's down in the – and, of course, it's – you know, it's all taking place, we're assuming, just a day or two after. Like, it's really post-snap. So no time has really passed from the last movie to this movie in the beginning. Um, oh yeah,
3: 22 days. Yeah. So yeah,
0: it's and it, And you know, I they're mean, all still dealing with the ramifications of of what happened. Um, you know, Steve's um you know, everybody's down in the dumps, right? And you know, right. Thor's kind of sitting back there moping because he he didn't go he for failed, the head and he as failed. Rocket and, says a lot of that's going around. Right. Yeah. Um and so then Captain Marvel shows up and basically she's like, "Well, Let's just go kill
3: Thanos, right? <laughs> so, right, um, which is pretty much what I thought was cool is that's what we all thought was going to happen, right? And then they give it to you right away, right? And you're like, immediately, you're like, well, where's this movie going? We, that's what I, I'm thinking. I, I'm like, I looked at my watch, I'm like, yeah, we got like two hours and 50 minutes left. I know.
0: I'm like, what am I going to do for the next two and a half hours (laughs) because this movie's over? This Um, is going to
3: get messy because we got two and a half hours here. Right. But Uh,
0: yeah, so they jump, you know, so obviously uh, she's like, well, I'm just going to go kill Thanos and they're like, oh, just like that. And she's like, yep. And, you know, she's getting ready to fly off and they're like, well, wait a minute. You know, this is, you know, this We started this as the Avengers. We're gonna do this as the right. Avengers. We do things as a team, and so they all pack up and they they head off to Titan because Nebula knows where he is because you know because she says he always she talks says about right like he always said when I finished my snap, <laughs> this, Rhodey, is, great. this is he where I am going to go retirement plan yeah right <laughs> uh, so yeah so they all they all pack so. up they fly to Titan um, and they they find Thanos and he's like all
3: beaten up, burned yeah. up, you know. She yeah, she gets obviously him in looks, the rear naked choke, they chop yeah. off the arm. You and when they chopped off the arm, I was like, "Oh my god, this yeah. is like all right, so they're going to do that and then obviously Rocket finds the takes the gauntlet. Right. All the stones are gone. And right. now you're again another oh my god moment cuz exactly. they're like, all oh, like that. Yeah, how are we going to do gonna this? are going to do this. Yep, exactly. And then they go into their little explanation there and similar to similar to you should have gone for the head right when he goes for the head I it was that was a like that was yeah I I was not expecting that at all no so expecting that at all
0: so yeah obviously so they're they're trying to get the stones back and the stones are gone and Thanos says well they're gone because I destroyed them like right. I used the stones to destroy the stones, so you can't undo what I did. That's it. You know, there's no going back from here. And they don't necessarily believe him right away, but Nebula says, Look, you know, my father's a lot of things, but he's not a liar. If he says he destroyed the stones, he destroyed the stones. And then Thor just cuts his head off. <laughs> it's like right. you, well, that's, you're, that's you're, what I mean. It's you're like... no good to me now and all of a sudden this big purple right. head's hitting the floor and you're like, Oh my god, what what the heck's going on? And you're right. Everybody wants to cheer, right? Because you just cut Thanos' head off. But you're like, well, but that's not where, a good thing, right? Because, where do we go from here? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> There's no one doing it.
3: Right. And then, and then well, they that's don't. what I said the other night. It's like we all laughed like, yay! Because yeah. he goes, he goes, I went for the head. Right. Because they said, what are you going to do? What did you do? And he goes, I went for the head. And you're like, ha-ha. Yeah, because this so should be like a get up like, and
0: cheer kind of moment. Right. But you're like, well, but that didn't help them. No. Like it didn't solve anything, and then it really doesn't. Like they go back to Earth, and the next thing you see is like five years later. So mm-hmm. they're now living with this.
3: That was for, pretty shocking, too. Yeah, it's me not too. I very, was like, that lead when they went five. Yeah. Years, you know, and like when I saw it yesterday, guy in the in the theater like shouted out loud. He's like, oh. And, yeah. Like in the theater, he was like, wow. Like, and I'm sitting there thinking, you haven't seen it yet? Well, <laughs> like, right.
0: But here's know, it's like. Because here's all the speculation or all the talk leading up to this movie. Like, I, again, we all know at the end of the day, the heroes are going to prevail and, it, you know, it's going to be made right. But never did I think that they were going to live with it for five, like, that it was going to go right. on, like, for that kind of time period. Right. You Amazing. know,
3: it's. That's what I think is so. What makes this one of the best movies is that the way they wrote this, and for people like us, that and for all the speculation, for all of the books that are out there that you can research, for everything, and uh, you know, Avengers Forever, there are things in here, and I'll I'll try to get to them today. But there's for everything, we were all still blown away. We were all still surprised, and that's why, like when I when when I talked to you last week, and you went. I was like, ah! I'm like, because it is. And you feel it, too. It's like talking to you now, it's like you could tell. It's like there's so much here to unpack that we don't have that all. I mean, we're not going to do it all right now. Right. It's impossible. But it's for this stuff to get like this and to have this much material and to shock this many people. Right. And and this many times in the movie, we're we're still only at the beginning.
0: Well, that's what I was going to say. This is the first... This is the first 15 minutes of the movie, right. and there's already, like, five times where I've been like, oh, shit. Like, right. I didn't see that coming, you know? And, right. Um, and, you know, honestly, that's that's not where it fell apart for me. So, like, this is the part of the movie where right. I was still really kind of right, really going with it. To me, you know, and again, great movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I can't <laughs> well, say let's, that let's, enough. But it's really the middle of this movie where I have really the most have I have the most issues. Um and where it kind of I just think it asks you to take a lot on faith. <laughs> Which I know it's well, a movie it's and it's a comic I, book movie. Right. I get that I get that. But I didn't feel that this I didn't feel that all through Infinity War. Or right. all through Civil War or all through Winter Soldier. Like, they're all comic book movies. Every right. single one of these things is a stretch. You know what? There's no Jedis either. Like, all these – everything is a stretch. But right. there was just so many conveniences that it just – like I said, I they stood we'll out to me it. more. We'll yeah, they stood it. out yes. to me more. But anyway, um, I forget where we were at. Now. Well, so – yeah, so
3: now we're in the post snap world. So we're actually right about where um, Scott comes back. Right. So well, Rat, play, Rat conveniently plays on the thing, which right, is before, totally plausible. It's going to happen not. eventually. Just before that, front.
0: before that, I wanted to mention the like the support group because that I think that was a big thing, like Cap leading yes, this support absolutely. group. Yep. Um, because yep. again, it's five years later, and half the population didn't get snapped away. They're so, still they're still around having to deal with, in some cases half their family's missing, in some cases all their family's missing. In Tony's case, nobody's missing. Like Tony's well, living yeah, the life, it is. you know. No. Well, Peter, Peter, that's Peter. Huge, but damn. I mean, Tony's living a pretty good life for himself post snap. You know, he's got his wife, he's got his daughter, he's happy. Not everybody right. has it as well as Tony does.
2: Well, and you would imagine I don't know about that. You know would
0: imagine that. in this world that there's a certain segment of the population where all their people are still there and they're still happy. And then there's when, a lot of other get, people
3: that have nobody there. Yeah. When we so, get to Tony, I would say Tony has it worse and we'll get to that when we get to Tony. But this the uh the whole um support group thing, yeah, is is kind of funny. It I think that pl- that's foreshadowing the end of the movie because yeah. If you remember when we first meet Sam, well, that's what I say. Yeah, it's a callback to me
0: to Winter Soldier
3: when Sam was running the support group. Sam was
0: running the support group, and and Cap shows up. You know, Cap
3: shows up, sees how he's running. So, like, part of me, the second time and third time I saw it, I was like, I wonder if if that's the same support group or same like same group, but it wasn't. I don't think they were. No, it's not the same
0: group of people. But
3: um, but. He's running a support group and at the end Sam ends up being Cap. Right. So it's you know what I mean? He's Sam at the beginning. Right. They've kind Sam of they've kind of switched. End. Yeah, they've Roll switched reversal, roles a little bit. Right. Yeah. Which I thought I thought that was pretty cool. You don't know that at the beginning of the movie when you see him running a support group. No, you don't. But, but I thought that was a pretty cool little callback right there. Yeah. Um so what was the other part? What was the next thing? that you were going to say, and you wanted to get back to that.
0: No, no, that was it. I just wanted to, oh, okay. before we moved on, I, I just liked that scene, you know, yeah. because it just shows oh, them the having Ant-Man, to, yeah. right, but it just shows how they're trying to pick up the pieces and they're trying to move on because they have no hope. Like, at this it's point, they have no thought in their, right, yeah,
3: but 50% is gone.
0: But it's, they have, but at this point, they have no thoughts in their mind that it's ever going to change. Like they're just resigned to the fact that this is life now, and we have to go. We have to go on, and uh, you know everybody's taking it differently. Like you have Clint out there as Ronan, and he's he's killing people. But I don't think I don't think Steve is Captain America anymore at this point. Like I don't think he's suiting up and going out there. Right. Because you don't get the sense that he was still doing that, or that the quote unquote Avengers were doing anything. Because we know Thor's well, not with them; he's out no, in New they Asgard. No, they
3: were. No, but they were running. They were doing stuff. Well, Nat um, and Rhodey were doing right. stuff,
0: but I don't get right. the sense that that Steve but was 50% doing. Fifty
3: percent of the population is gone, so fifty percent. You know, it, it's there's not as much to do. No, but and that's, that's what, obviously. And that's what Cap ends up there. saying to her: like, maybe this doesn't need to be done. He says that to her. So, to your point, like, he's probably not as active as Captain America anymore. Right. He's do you know he's just moving along. Obviously. I right. like I'm sure if he's Tony's walking down the street I'm
0: sure if he's walking down the street he's going to slap down a shoplifter or something if he sees him, but he's but, not going out of his way to to suit up like I said exactly. and, and go out there as cap. So, uh, I think in his mind he's done with all that at this point and they don't see the need, you know, right. the need to go anymore. But I would say 50% of the supervillains are still out there in the world too. Like not every supervillain got zapped away either. So yeah, but (laughs) it's not.
3: Yeah, but it it's not. There's not as much to do. Put it that way. So, but they do show them doing it, and they (laughs) talk about the different things. And one of them, I think, is a uh, a prelude to uh, Namor, in that they talk about the uh, earthquake under the ocean. Right. And they're like, and um, what's her name says. We it's an earthquake under the ocean. We don't do anything, right. you know. So I'm wondering if that's well. I've seen come. that. I've
0: seen that speculation
3: online, yeah. but I also could think
0: it's you know uh, a rose is just a rose. Like it could have just been a. It also could just be an earthquake, you know. Yeah, but why would they do that? It's you know it, because it's, it's a story. Just like you told me earlier, it's like because they have to have dialogue. To talk about, so right. No, not no, everything, yeah. not everything leads to something. I, I know there's Easter no. eggs, and I'm not saying it's not. But I'm right. also just no, saying no, no. that right. There's no, it's, I'm not saying it's. Definite. Sometimes, That's sometimes it's You're just. You're shooting down
3: a, my speculation. Well, it's like how well, do you so I'm shoot just down saying, speculation?
0: Like I said, I'm just saying sometimes a a thing is just right. a thing. It's it's right.
3: Uh, and I, I agree
0: because with I think that. we're conditioned. These movies have us conditioned to look at the double meaning behind every single thing that happens in it and i don't John think- we
3: have a whole section in our <laughs> podcast called speculator's corner i know we that's what we do i know so yes of course that's what we're going to do is we're going to speculate i have a whole bunch here that you're probably going to want to rip my head off about no i do not don't, um, go that far but but anyways so so yes so the rat goes across the board
0: yep and you, you call I'll it convenient it
3: I would say it would be more convenient if it went across the board right after the snap happened, but no. It happens five years later. You call that convenient? Okay. It's still so convenient. Go- <laughs> it, it's, it, so a rat goes across the board. He comes. Scott comes shooting out. Okay, and so, now let's get to the part where he's now trying to. So, what what like, kind of battery? What kind of
0: batteries does this thing have that it hasn't oh, gone for, dead in five years? We're gonna be here all
3: <laughs> night. If I'm you're just saying, not checking the Duracells. I'm
0: just saying this is the one scene <sighs> that I don't know how anybody can really defend.
3: Like, kill me. Even people that love this movie
0: are are talking about the the rat scene. I mean, it is so wacky. It, I can't even go. I can't even go further. You know. Uh, I'd buy it more if it was like a trained lab rat that you know they trained to go out there and do these things. But um, let it I don't go, know. man. Uh, let uh, it go. Hey, you brought it
3: up. You no, the movie brought it up. I said, let's move on. You keep yep. bringing it back, and you keep yep. going. Let's talk about it more. I'm trying to get to the part where he's walking down the street. <laughs> <laughs> My God, no. <Nope. laughs> Can we get to that? Okay, so sure. he's looking at posters on the street. Yeah. I asked you I asked you now this is where we're going to get into some speculation. Okay. I asked you who that kid is on the street. Yeah, I don't know. I said I didn't know. Okay, I know you don't know. Is it possible that no. that is, is it possible that he is a descendant or a grandson of Peggy and Steve? Because one of the houses that he walks by, the dilapidated houses on the street, is the house that they're dancing in at the end.
0: Well, that's the benefit of somebody that's seen this movie three times because I right. I didn't
3: know that. I, I'm I pretty know. sure I mean, that the second house that he walks by, there's the first one and the second one on his left there, you see it it's the exact it looks like the exact same house that they're dancing in at the end of the movie. The difference is at the end of the movie it's it it looks nicer. It's all disheveled and stuff at the be at the at the beginning. Well, but it's also many years earlier. This is what I'll say: if a trained lab rat can
0: walk over a five-year-old, Correct. fully charged iPad, then that could absolutely be Steve's grandson. We gotta Steve's get away from this scene. So, <laughs> yeah, you I mean, what? of course, anything could be anything. So,
3: right? No, I thought that uh, right. was. I thought it, that because it could be. Um, you don't. It, it's it's just odd that, especially with their history of kids showing up in right. the movies and then later being like you know spider-man uh, peter parker was the kid at the at the in iron man 2 that, right. and that's not even it's not the same kid it's a kid in a mask and they've already said that yep that's him right but <laughs> so, you know again a kid could just be a kid you know right and it, like the and the potato gun kid shows up at the end right at the funeral so, right. Well, now, but, but that, we know we know who With their history that is. of kids yeah. showing up, right? But that's what I'm saying. With their history of kids showing up, I wonder who this kid on a bike is that has no lines who just shrugs right. and just and but he gives you a look and he rides away. It's got to be somebody in the future. And then you couple that with that. It looks like the same house that they're dancing in at the end. Right. I'm wondering if there's something there. So, it could be, saying, like there I said, is. no. Could be. And I'm saying
0: right. I'm giving you that it could be. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know that we'll ever even get an answer to it. Um, Um, So
3: what do we get to now? So now we do the... Well, so... come up with the
0: whole... Well, Scott... The whole... Well, because Scott at this point is... You know, he's he's come out of the quantum realm, and he's walking down the street seeing these posters, but he doesn't really know... He doesn't know anything. Like, he doesn't know what's happened. Um, You know, obviously he doesn't know about the snap or anything. He's trying to figure out what goes on. And, you know, he makes his way to his... I guess his ex wife's house. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, with the kids, yeah, with yeah, the yeah, kid. But I'm guessing it was his, his, his ex wife's yeah. house, right? But so a, he goes yeah. to the door, and you know, again, he doesn't realize that he's been out of, he's been gone for five years. So he sees this girl come up to the door, who recognizes him instantly but he doesn't recognize her right away because he's not looking for his... He,
3: he knows how long he's been gone by then. He's no, seen the he didn't. Newspaper. Yes, he does. He's seen the newspapers on the wall. He went and found out that his kid is still alive because she wasn't on the memorial wall. He's He's pieced all that together, and he runs to the house. He, he he's not expecting a little girl. He, I don't know if he
0: realizes he how long it's been. He might realize people have been. Go- I don't know because he didn't. It didn't look like he recognized how her long right does it away. It take
3: to put up a memorial like that. <laughs> he doesn't think it's five minutes later. It doesn't have to be five <laughs> years either. I mean, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but you see. But if he found the memorial and he's reading all the posters and stuff on the street, I'm sure he's figured out the time. I don't all know. I do got the, the sense newspaper. that he didn't. That he wasn't expecting to see his daughter at.
0: You know, eighteen years old, or whatever. Well, she no, was.
3: I think I uh, got the sense he was like, "Wow, you're so big." Not that he was shocked she was big. It was just like, "Wow, you've really grown up." You're such a, a, a you know, just like anybody, like a, like an aunt that hasn't seen their niece in yeah, five years. You'd say the same exact thing. You know, she grew. But anyways, so. In any case, have... I just yeah, thought let's...
0: you know you're you're taking away what was a good scene for me, and you're trying to you're trying to take away what I liked. <laughs> what the, you said you liked something there? Yeah, yeah. What was it? Well, like I said, that I didn't I didn't get the sense that he was expecting her to be that old, like that he was um, taken back when he saw her, you know, in realizing that he missed all these years with his daughter. That he wasn't going to get back, you know, and didn't recognize her right away because he wasn't expecting it. Like she recognized him before he recognized her.
3: Well, he hasn't changed, you know? right?
0: <laughs> All right, you're so infuriating sometimes. It drives me crazy. Uh, really? Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. Why would
3: she not recognize him?
0: But that's what. Uh, never mind. Move on. <laughs>
3: Move I've on. been trying to move on from this. Move <laughs> and you're on. like, no, you haven't. I don't. I yeah, I have. I've been trying to get to Tony Stark and the whole time travel thing. All right, <laughs> go. All right, so take he comes us where we're with, going. <laughs> he comes up with the time travel, right? Right, and then and Hulk and prof- we meet Professor Hulk, right? After they go to Tony with it, okay? Right. So you think that Tony when they go to tony you think tony has this great life yeah i think i think tony this entire saga the infinity saga is also it's tony's guilt trip the whole thing this entire thing is based off of tony stark so i don't think he's living in that cabin sit in there and live in the high life i think he's torn apart because this entire thing he feels is his fault I'm not saying that he doesn't have
0: regrets or that he um, is happy that half the people have disappeared. What I'm saying is that he has it better than the rest. Like, he has his family. Yeah. Like, every, he has... They say,
2: yeah, they He say has Pepper.
0: Right. Yep. He has this daughter. And he is not willing to risk what he has initially to go on this fool's errand, you know, that can't work. Right. Because he, he is content. Like... Tony is happy whether he has re- you can be happy and still have regrets like I'm a happy person I still have regrets in my life like there's things that I wish that had gone differently and I'm sure that he has that I'm not saying that he doesn't but if you look at our entire cast of characters the one that has it the best is Tony you know what I'm saying he right he's- it, yeah
3: in a way yeah you're right because everybody else has lost tons. Right, he at least got to retain. He's lost tons, but he got to retain a little something, and he built off of that. Right. He retained Pepper, and then he he built off of that. Right, and he built the life that he always wanted, and he might not have. Well, got- I don't know about that. I don't know if he always wanted it, but he found it. You know what I mean? Like the the Tony that went into the cave. I don't think ever wanted that life. The Tony that went into the cave didn't, but
0: the Tony at the end of Spider-Man: Homecoming definitely did. You right. know, by that point in time, he was ready to settle know, down. Settle down. He was going to propose right. to Pepper or what have you at the end of that movie. Um, right. He he didn't start out wanting it, but you know, again, we right. talked a little bit earlier about well, Thor's and evolution that- through these movies. You know, Tony's right. had a pretty big evolution. But that's
3: too. why. I- but that's my but, that was my point in this, in that this entire Infinity saga is has been the evolution of Tony, the guilt of Tony. This entire thing has been based off of Tony's guilt. So like he came out of the cave with guilt of what his what his weapons were doing. Right. That's why he developed Iron Man. Right? So and then you fast forward to endgame. He's washing the dishes. His His motivation for finishing and coming up with the time machine was his guilt over Peter. It's Peter, right? Right. So, and then you find all the way through the middle, you have the Sokovia Accords. You have all of that based off of his guilt. Everything. This entire saga, all the way through, has been based off of him and his guilt. And now, well, because if you go back, if you go back and look at it.
0: 90% of the crap that the Avengers got into was because of Tony.
3: Like, he's guilty because he caused it all. Um, Right. Well, I don't know about caused it all, but it's he reacted to things. Um, I don't know if he necessarily caused it all because some of this stuff took place long before Tony existed. Like, you know, Captain Marvel took place many, many years before Iron Man and Tony existed. And so things were at play in space and all of that long before Tony. But this particular story is the Tony arc guilt trip story. (laughs) Right. You know,
0: um, I just feel like if things were to have continued on indefinitely the way they were, Tony is the least affected by that. Yes. He has, he's going to have guilt over Peter, just like you you have the guilt over anybody that you lose in your life. Right, but he, Absolutely. like I said, he has his life. Like he's happy with his daughter. Whether he was looking for it or he just found it, it doesn't really matter. The point is, is that he's living his happy life. You know. Right. Uh, so,
3: with that, with that being said, the ah, uh, I lost my thought. I lost it. What was I going to say? I don't know. I don't know. So, ah.
0: Uh, But in any case, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So well, so in any case, you know they have the, you know Scott and the Avengers have this theory of how they can make everything right, and they go to Tony. Tony says, "I'm not willing to risk my life now. Forget about it." So they go to Bruce, you know Professor Hulk. Bruce says, "It's not really my thing, but you know, let's go back and see Tony again."
3: Which I think is funny. That's I mean, mean, we've been going real long here, so we should probably try and speed some of the details up here. But I thought that was pretty cool in that, and this is what I think sets up a lot of the stuff in the future and kind of plugs a lot of the holes that you may have, in that he says, this isn't my thing. But then a lot of the stuff and a lot of the people that say they have issues with the time travel, they're basing it off of, well professor hulk said this but yeah professor hulk also told us he doesn't know exactly what he's doing here like when he says time travel after they screwed up scott lang a bunch of times right i swear to god it's like the first time i heard him say it i thought he was gonna go am i right Right. (laughs) you know like like redheads am i right (laughs) but it seemed like that's you know what i mean it was like that kind of a delivery right um but that was that was great and then when tony shows up afterwards and knew exactly what had gone wrong before he even got there i right. thought that was really cool but this entire thing is based off of somebody that is admitting this isn't my area of expertise you know they're just they're just plugging away here trying to figure out how to do this right. and even scott doesn't know exactly what to do he experienced it but he's like I don't know. I went in there, but I don't know how to get out. I don't know what happened. Right. So they figured out Scott invents, basically invents time travel. And that's, you know, they end up figuring out how to get back in time. And they go back. Um, They all go to different places. They come up with teams. And did you realize that where uh, Scarlett, and Scarlett Johansson, yeah, where Black Widow and Hawkeye were going. I didn't until they got there, but it's like you hear it earlier, but you know one of them's gonna die.
0: Well right, like I Once I saw where they were, I was like, yeah. whoa. Well I didn't when they were saying where they were all going, I don't even know if they said where they were all going specifically, but you knew once whatever team was going after the Soulstone Right. You know the rule like we already knew the rules for the Soul Stone. So we kind of went into it knowing that, you know, for them to get the stone, they weren't all going to come back. So, uh, Right. So obviously it's uh, Nat and uh, Clint who, you know, meet up with the Red Skull and he says, you know, hey, you can have this thing. It's no big deal. Anybody can have it. (laughs) You just have to give up what you love the most. Um, What I thought was odd is that, like – Whichever one of them went over the cliff,
3: is the other person what they love the most? You know what it didn't I mean. Say mo- and that, I noticed that too when he says it. I think I just saw it today. I forget what he said. I think he might have said most in Infinity War, but he didn't say it in Endgame. Okay. He said, "It's what you love. It's something you love. Something you love. Okay. Something you love. But it, he definitely gave up something—a soul in, for a soul. In
0: Infinity War, though, he definitely told Thanos that it was what you love most. Right. But right, because then I was thinking, you know, obviously, flash forward five minutes, we all know that Natasha died. You know, she sacrifices herself. Right. We had but, that conversation. But I don't feel yeah. like that
3: she's the one that that Clint loves the most." You know. No, but you don't have to. It's not. Right. It, it doesn't have to be the most. They definitely I guess have a love there, like a brother sister. Whatever type you thing love the most
0: it. among the people that are here right now, <laughs> I right. guess that should well, be what it is. You know is. what's
3: funny is so. oh, that's what I was going to say earlier. Um, when they sh- when they first showed Morgan, when Tony walked to the to the little um, like little fort she had there right. and sat down on the little chair. I immediately, before I even saw Morgan come out, I was like, he's going to lose his child. Because I immediately thought that he would have to trade his child. And I didn't think Soulstone. Oh, But for the... he would have to give up the present to bring back the past. Right, well, that's what we all kind of thought, what, right? I, I was, so I, I'm looking at her and I was literally getting worked up looking at her going, oh my God, he's going to have to sacrifice her because it's going to be one of those things. You can if you can keep your pre- you can't keep your present and bring and go over to the past. Right. But they did. They worked it, and then that, that was his sole goal: was to, I have to keep what I have. Right. I cannot lo I cannot sacrifice this.
0: Well, because for going the past. In, going into the movie, that's what everybody assumes is going to happen. We all knew that there was going right. to be a time travel element involved, and right. everybody's working theory was that they were just going to go back in time and undo the snap and everything was going to go back to normal. And that's really not where it went with this movie. And that is one thing I do give credit for. Like, I really applaud that. Because that would have felt cheap if they would have just gone back and undone everything. Um, I like the way they did it in this movie better. Where, you know, yes, they did bring everybody back, but it didn't undo the last five years or anything that anybody went through. Because, right, because given that choice, then there's no way in hell Tony brings no. anybody back no,
2: that, yeah there's exactly. no way he's
0: gonna sacrifice his his wife and his daughter well yeah. maybe not his wife because pepper would have still been around and i guess the working theory is if you go back in time and undo it well then you can have that kid again but nobody's gonna make that right. choice you know right and, gonna,
3: yeah and it was that i'm just saying that that's what i thought right well that's like, what i, I thought too really, you know? yeah i was like oh no right but um,
0: so what happens if he goes after the Soul Stone? Does he throw his daughter over the cliff? Well to get that's the what stone? I was afraid. That's <laughs> you know?
3: another thing I was thinking of before so. we even got to the Soul Stone scene. I was thinking like, Well, they gotta bring the Soul Stone back. Is Tony gonna have to go there alone and then and again, like you said, with uh where you have to sacrifice what you love the most right, right? does her da- does his daughter appear? Like, cause right. this is mad, you know? And then all of a sudden you've got to throw your daughter over the edge. Right. And then what and do you do? Like,
0: You're going I, back to that perfect right. storm movie or whatever that you were talking about. Oh, you know, Do yeah, you throw your like, kid I in the walked, water, I would have or... walked out. Right. I would
3: have been like, oh, is that what it takes? Okay. Come well, on. no. What happens oh, Morgan, is he just, pe-
0: right, he just picks his kid up and goes home and says the hell with that's it. That's what I'm you saying.
3: Know? You just pick her up and go, let's go home. Right. But so. anyways, so, and oh, did you know he said, do you remember that that's the name he said at the beginning of Infinity War? He said, Morgan. In no. his dream. Oh, he, no, I he, don't. He had a dream that they named it after his, like, crazy un- her crazy uncle or something like oh, that. Oh, really? Or, her, yeah, and he said Morgan. Yeah,
0: yeah. I didn't so, catch it. I bet you, yeah. well, if I would have watched Infinity War since I saw that, I'm sure I would have yeah. picked up on it. Right, but No, yeah, I you do, I, it's, I it's like so.
3: I was watching it, and I was like, oh, yeah, he, yeah. he said Morgan. It was in his dream, so. Well, that's cool. Um, So, I wanted to get to the scene where Tony and Cap are in New York and things have gone wrong mm-hmm. we've already had the captain america captain america scene right um and they tony figures out we have to go back to 1970 right okay so in that scene he says to to captain america to steve rogers he goes i know where we can go i know i know vaguely exactly where we can go it's something like that he makes right. a little joke but, and then they he punches in the dates, and then Cap looks at him and goes, "Okay, like, cause he he says the date, and I want to say it's like o four o four one nine seven zero, so like April fourth, nineteen seventy or whatever. I'm not sure about the o four o four part, but I know it's nineteen seventy. We know he goes to there. But my thing about this is, why does he know about that bunker so well, and why was he so interested in it? My idea is he knows after Captain America has been there obviously they would have talked about it he knows that the doctor what's his name from Captain America it put his put his consciousness into the computer yeah dr zola, zola. zoloff yeah zoloff he knows about that uh, captain knows uh, captain uh, cap uh, uh, tony knows about that He's probably been working on his consciousness doing the same thing. That's one of the ways I think he might not be dead. His consciousness might be in something right now. And that's one of the little Easter eggs right there. Because if you watch that scene, when you see it again, he's so adamant about going back there that he knows. And they mention Zoloft when he gets there. Right. You hear him talk about it. Somebody talks about him in the background or something like that. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that could be an Easter egg for something coming up. Like, what if the future Iron Man doesn't have Jarvis or right, Friday it in it and it's got Tony in it? It's pretty cool. It's like, so, but it's, you got to watch that scene again.
0: Well, that that's very believable too because, you know, obviously he took the time before the mission to tape a goodbye message in case right. he didn't make it out. So it's definitely plausible for him to have made some kind of contingency plan to go on if he didn't. And well, not only that, if he went that's on the only as like message
3: an, we saw, he probably sent messages.
0: Right, but he could just, have right. You know, he could have set it up to where he could like go a on as the, the, as the AI to one of the other to another suit right. or something. I, I can buy that for sure because that wouldn't even be far off from things we've seen in the comics before. Um, right, so. Yeah, that's possible to have him go on, and maybe he continues on in the MCU as a voice. You know, that would be cool. And, um, right. You know, becomes Jarvis or you know whatever in the armor, or even just in the Avengers computer well, or something at the headquarters. Um, yeah. Well, they don't have a headquarters anymore because it got blown up. But
3: well, uh, what if his daughter grows up and becomes Iron Man? Right and and then but it's her dad in her in the suit in the suit right which would be really cool Those, yeah right obviously big speculation here but those would be very cool
0: things to go on and they wouldn't be out of the realm of something that tony would do like he's known yeah. for contingency plans right he's always got something up his oh, sleeve yeah. so
3: well um, and that that gets back and to and his
0: ego is high enough that he would want to go on after
3: death regardless right he's right. going to want to live on so, so remember in um, Avengers and Steve and Tony are yelling at each other and arguing and he's like and Steve accuses Tony of not being the guy to lay down on the wire and let the other team crawl over him meaning you would never sacrifice yourself but Tony's reply to him is I would just cut the wire and then Steve says there's always a way out isn't there so they end this movie With Tony sacrificing himself and laying down on the wire, but maybe he also had that plan. You know what I mean? Like, there's always a way out. So maybe he, you know, that whole AI thing. It's there's so much at play here, and there's so much. This is why, like, months, wait, conversations here. Um, and that I thought just even that without the speculation, I thought that was a great. Flip right. from the original Avengers. How both of them did that. Right. Um, let's see what else, what else you got. I got some other things. No, too. go
0: ahead. No, no,
3: I got more speculation go stuff. Ahead. So, go ahead. All right. Um, well, mine's a bit. Th- I have a big one. Okay. It's the end. The end of the movie with Steve. Okay. Is it? Did they just create? the MCU's version of Flashpoint. Well, here's the thing, cuz this is
0: this was one of my biggest sticking points with this movie was Cap's ending. Having other conversations through the last couple of days, I this is one of the things that I think about differently now, but okay. um so so yeah, so if, if we flash forward to the end of the movie, you know, Cap takes all the stones and he's going to go back and Put them all back in the whatever their points in time that they took him from, and he's supposed to be brought back, you know. And they, you know, Bruce says, um, you know, for you it's going to take however long it takes, but for us it's going to take five seconds or whatever. And he's supposed right. to come right back. And obviously, they go to bring him back, and he doesn't. He doesn't come back. He doesn't show up. He doesn't
3: show up. Which I think, quick segue. So when he talks to Sam, he doesn't say goodbye to Sam. To Sam, he, Sam asks to go with him. And he says, "No, I got this. I can handle it." Right. Then he goes over to Bucky, and Bucky and him say a goodbye. Right. So, like a lot of people, are like, did he know? Did he not know? I think you and I said it the other night, and it's like when you watch that scene again, they're saying goodbye to each other, and they're doing the good—they're gu- doing the same goodbye from uh, First Avenger, right? When you know they reverse the roles of Bucky going off to war but they're saying goodbye to each other. And then at the same time, after he disappears, Bucky turns around to look for where he is. Exactly. Right. He's the one that finds him. He just turns around and then goes, Hey, Sam. Right. Well, here's, so when I initially saw this,
0: the biggest problem I had with, with this ending is that I made the assumption that Steve lived his entire life in secret in the universe, where he always had existed, right, yeah, like he he showed up on the park bench as a seventy five year old man and we were and we even mentioned well, it the other day eighty five whatever he was, we even mentioned it the other day when we talked that you know he just kind of he walked back up to the bench and you know from sat down and sat down um and I had a big issue with that, and the, my biggest issue with it is because that 's where I felt like it really undid. Almost the whole MCU because if if I believe that Tony that Steve goes back in time to 1950 whatever and lives his entire oh, life I mean, yeah. in this world, then I don't believe that Captain America stays in hiding and allows all this stuff to go on. You know, like does he know that you know his? So yeah, he's but married. there was
3: never a Captain America. Well, right.
0: So here's well here's you the know thing. What I mean? This is I'm explaining what I was thinking that oh, okay. um, if he lived in the same world where he had always lived and he was just in hiding, you know, so that he could live his life happily with Peggy, we know Peggy was the leader of S.H.I.E.L.D. at one point. And do I believe that Cap would know Hydra was infesting S.H.I.E.L.D. and not tell his wife about it? Like, right. why would he allow all this stuff to happen
3: if he could prevent it? We know that he is the most honest person because
2: he says it. If it was the other way around and it was down to me to save your life, and you'd be honest with me, would you trust me to do it? I would now, and I'm always honest
0: right but but see here's where i well here's where I get this another explanation that makes more sense to me um is that he wasn't living in the same world at all. Like, when he went back in time, he was living in one of those offshoots of, of time and then used the PIM particles that he still had left over to show back up on that bench at the right time back in our universe. And that makes more sense to me. Like,
3: See, that that doesn't make sense to me. Because it makes how more d- sense to me because... I know, but I'll tell you the one flaw with that. Wouldn't he have to come back through the machine? You can't your pin particles just don't bring you back to like a park bench. They bring you back through the machine. Uh, you'd have to you'd have to come back through the machine and then all of a sudden you'd be really old and you'd just say, What happened? Oh, I live my life. Well then that, that then that I go, I go would back make to sense. having a,
0: then I go back to having giant problems with this with that whole story arc and with Captain right. America. Because now I know that he He screws up Peggy's marriage to her unknown husband. That he if, he, lets, he lets Hydra infest. What, like If he's living in the same universe that he always lived in, why does he right. allow Thanos to happen? Why does he allow Ultron to happen? Why does he allow all these things to happen that he could prevent right. because he has foreknowledge of all this stuff? Um,
3: right. And that's why I asked, did they just create a flashpoint where they don't have to do anything? They could say he could, he could tow the line and he could go back, keep his mouth shut, live quietly with Peggy. The only thing that would have changed would have been like, say he got back, say he goes back to right after he crashed the plane and he shows up and goes, look, I dug my way out. Or he gets to Peggy and goes, look, I'm here. And he tells her, you got to keep it quiet because Peggy's Peggy, who is very good at keeping secrets, which was alluded to by her niece saying she had so many secrets, I didn't want to have to keep this one from you too. So, right. Peggy had a bunch of secrets. Maybe he could keep this secret from her. Maybe not. I don't think he could keep that secret from her because when he eventually does come out of the ice, Peggy would be like, what the hell? There's another one of you running around. Well,
0: that's what I'm saying. So, you know what is I mean? there a Cap still in the ice? If he's back course, living his life. Of course. Um, He
3: could literally, he could literally, married Cap, could literally go back to Stark Tower in 2012 and watch himself fight himself. Because at that moment, there would be three of them. There'd be married Cap, there'd be frozen Cap, and then there'd be back in time Cap to get the Tesseract Cap. Right. So, you know what I mean? So it's like, but I'm not saying that they're going to create a Flashpoint, but they, they... They have created so many possibilities here just by having him go back and live the entire timeline. Who knows what he did? Well, like I said,
0: that you know, I, I, you already so you really just unraveled the one part that started to make me like it more. <laughs> it, but, you know, and now it bothers it, me again. But because, do you see
3: what I? Do you agree with right, me? But I just feel it's like, like that's not, those
0: th- I feel like he's not very heroic. Then, like I feel like that's very selfish at that point like I get that you know he wants to live his life and be happy but you know hey you take a weekend for yourself you don't take 75 years and allow the world to go to hell so you can he
3: sacrificed his life into the ice already right I think he deserves it what he has to serve but a hero doesn't do that
0: like a Captain America wouldn't do that you know like you don't just stand beside on the sidelines knowing all this bad stuff's going to happen and
3: let it happen I know um, I know. So I think he's going to say something because he's the most honest guy. But I don't know. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I could... Uh, now,
0: here's the other part of it, too, where I can even undo some of my own thinking, is that he never specifically says that he married Peggy in the first place.
2: Correct.
3: All we really know
0: is that he had well, a no, dance. Well,
3: no, sure, he had the dance at But the that's house. all we right. know. Right.
0: Like, he could show correct. up, have yep. the dance.
3: Right. I thought that, too. And maybe You're his right. wife is somebody completely different. And that's why... Right, and that's why he said, do you want to talk about her? And he says... Right. He says no. He says no. He says no.
0: Because that leaves it open-ended that maybe he didn't marry Peggy at all, but it still doesn't answer all the questions. Because even if he doesn't marry Peggy, he still knows her. Who did he marry? And still likes her enough to say, hey, by the way, this organization you're leading is full of Hydra Hydra dudes. You know? Right. I I would still tell her that.
3: So, I, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's so much... And it's like and for anybody that would say like well you know professor hulk said that you can't change the past by going back and doing this well maybe he they could always say he was wrong right <laughs> it's like you know cuz so i don't know there's so much so much to unpack it's there's so many possibilities right still it, which is that's what's going to be great about disney plus right <laughs> it's like so i, I don't know I, I understand what you're saying, but right. you do see what I mean by, like, with that, the Pym Particles. That wouldn't work. I, you'd have to go back to that. And that machine that they sent him back with well, but has maybe to be, he... at that time, the only machine because Thanos destroyed the big ma- the other machine when he came through with his ship. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like they they made that other one just to return the stones and the and the hammer. Right. So they did that but you know he couldn't uh, and i don't know that's, well but, we, but again like so if he's
0: not in another if he's not in an alternate timeline like where's the shield come from again cuz he shows back up with a shield to give to Sam where did he get that shield
3: because probably from shield i can that's easy to explain cuz his shield that, is destroyed oh you know somebody had uh at legends you know where he got that shield he never went... They never went to 1970 with a shield. But he came into... Ni- he came into 2012 with a shield. And when he battled himself, both the shields went flying. So you have to imagine there's a second shield lying on the ground there. Maybe that's the shield. Well, Do you see what I mean?
0: Uh, I don't know. Because uh, uh, again, of, of can I don't know. Does that...
3: So he... When he... So he's there third Captain America shows up knowing that those shields take off, and he grabs one of the shields, and that's the shield that he gives to Sam. Maybe. Isn't that – no, but isn't that a cool possibility? It's possible. That's cool. Right, it's possible. Three I don't Captain
0: know. Three Captain Americas in right. one building. It's possible. I don't know. Um,
3: Three America's asses right, yeah, right there in one building. <laughs> that is America's
0: ass. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I love, you know, a little small takeaway line that I really liked from that whole 2012 scene is, so when they end the movie, when they end Avengers, they're all standing over Loki. Right. Like, and they're all like this, like posing. And the little takeaway line in, throwaway line in, in Endgame is Tony Stark going, okay, we could stand here and pose all day. Let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when they all break up to try and go down in the elevator. Yeah, but they all—I <laughs> thought that was great. Um, any other big holes? Any other issues? No, I'm not even gonna. I'm sure uh, we're uh, uh, we're gonna break down details and details on weeks to come. But do you have, no, seriously, did you have anything else? No,
0: honestly, my, well, my biggest issues, um, like I said, I had a huge issue with the cap thing at the end, and don't get me wrong, like, I was saddest, like, that was a great ending for the character to have, as far as, you know, him getting his happy ending and living his... just
3: don't think he deserves his discharge papers. Well, no,
0: but I just don't (laughs) think he would do that, like, yes, it was, I was happy for him to have had that, but I don't think he would do that, like, I don't... I don't. Right. It's not in I, I character for him to do that. Um, right. It was a great well, you know, ending what's for funny, him. To,
3: but to your point, it's literally. It's. It's like. It's not in character to him because in um, what was it? Which one was it? Ultron, at the end of Ultron, when he said he's home. Right and tony was like as a matter of fact tony says i think i'm gonna go off and build a little farm for pepper and that's where he was that's where he's really first starting to settle down right and 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 tony asked steve he's like are you okay and he goes yeah i'm home so like he he's used to that and he says the same thing in the first avengers movie when he's on the aircraft carrier for the first time he's like oh i'm kind of used to this right i you know this is home um again he says it again when they go back to night when they go back to his old the bunker that first time in uh winter soldier right so it, it is you're right it is kind of out of character for him but i think that's the small that evolution of that character all of a sudden he's like you know what i've been i've been doing this a long time right i think it's i think it's time for me to try the other half and he said he i think he found that opportunity maybe he he always just settled on that being what he had to do because he didn't have an opportunity to get back what he wanted right and then when he saw it the time travel and be able to go back to peggy he jumped at it so i don't know i don't fault him for it that's for sure yeah i don't know but,
0: like i said that that was a big issue i had um you know, I I had a couple. I mean, I don't want to say I had issues with the whole recovery of all the Infinity Stones necessarily, but I just felt like it was awful easy for them to get all these stones back. You know what I mean? Like they and I understand time travel, and I know they went back to the exact possible moment where it was going to be the easiest for them to get them back. But yeah. none of them really. I, I mean, again, take away the fact that Natasha died getting it back. But, I mean, it does not seem like it was very difficult for them to, to collect all these stones back, and um, I, well, I had issues... I thought it was difficult. They f- A few of them failed. <laughs> well, really not. Like, yes, Tony and Steve failed only in the sense that they had to go to a different place
3: and try again, but... Well, they had... A, yeah, but they but to do that, they also had to get more pin Particles, because if... By going to that place, if they fail to get the particles, they can't right. get out of there. Right. So I, I thought it was a pretty good. I, I mean, you can only make it so difficult. You, know, it is a three-hour movie. Right. <laughs> but the other thing that it,
0: I just like I said, things that I don't, I don't want to say they're plot holes, but you know, again, it's it's been kind of established that these stones aren't easily handled by mortal mortal people. You know, right. Like Quill well, he, Quill so- holds the stone and you know, almost dies in the Guardians of the Galaxy, but Guardians, he survives yep. because he's half celestial or whatever. But you've kind of got people handling these stones pretty easily in in this movie here. You know? Right. And so, like, how powerful are they really? You know, some of that, again, but it's just convenience because you're trying to tell a story and um, we're asked to just go along with it. And that's fine, but I don't know. Like I felt like there was no real stakes to the whole middle of that movie when they're collecting all the stones back. Like never did you get the sense that they were none of them were going to be successful. Like you just kind of always knew that they were going to well, they yeah, were going to get kinda, what they needed to get. Right. And, but
3: that's part of you know the end. Almost you don't know the end of the movie, but you know they're going to get the stones and
0: right. But I don't they, know.
3: They're not going to make a part three. Well,
0: but the thing is, is, is it a better movie if one of them fails and then they have to come up with a like a last
3: ditch effort, like. Well, they did do that. Well, none of them failed. Tony, Tony, and Steve failed. They screwed up. Ultimately, the they ones didn't that fail. Is sub- Ultimately, no, they no, did not fail because they came up with. The, they came but up they with did. It, it. But they just did exactly what you said. They said they came up with the last ditch effort. I'm talking about ha-
0: outside of you know? outside of what they did. Like if they had, if they would have had to come up with something, not involving them. I don't know. Like I said, to me, it just right. felt like there was no real stake or mystery to it. I like know. that they were all you're, going you're, to succeed. <laughs> And get what they needed. Right. Um, you don't
3: like convenient. I don't. I don't I like convenience. And you, you, you pigeonhole convenient into just happenstance in a movie a lot. <laughs> it's like you gotta make the movie move along. <laughs> it's like it's like okay. so I mean, you know what
0: I mean? Right, it's, but I feel like sometimes it's it, it becomes lazy writing.
3: Like I, I just think I, I convenience, do convenience. I would yeah. argue with you all night long that this, <laughs> this movie was not lazy writing. I, I'm I not think it's being absolutely ridiculous if you say this is lazy writing. I'm not writing. saying
0: in that... I'm saying in general, because you brought up... You said in general in movies, you you have a problem with convenience. And I do, because I think in general in movies, convenience translates to lazy writing. It's like we can't figure out a plausible yeah. way to make this happen, so we're just going to write that it happened. And to me, that's lazy. Like, I think, and I'm not saying that this movie specifically does that, but if you're going to generalize me by having that thought, then I'm going to generalize my thoughts by saying I think it's lazy writing. Um, Absolutely, this movie wasn't lazy. You can't write a 22 movie story and call it lazy writing. Um, That's what I
3: mean. And it's like, that's, that's, yeah. But I think in a
0: lot of cases, convenience translates to lazy because we can't figure out how to make it plausible, so we just, Right that it happened, you know. Um, but anyways, like I said, I had the issues I had with this movie overall were through the middle of the movie, you know, while they're doing all this time heist stuff, and I think that's where some of the time travel stuff really gets a little bit hard to to swallow, but that happens anytime you're dealing with time travel because it, time travel in general just leads to convoluted storytelling. But um, it,
3: what's funny is I thought, that's what I liked about this movie is it actually made fun of the whole idea. Like, like th- time travel, as far as we know right now, is like not possible. So nobody is an expert on it. Nobody has anything on it. And well, it's, for sure. Everything, right. we, every, everything we know about it is based off of movies and every movie has a different take on it. Right. So like... You could argue all day long that there's holes, but we're arguing about a completely made up thing that for fiction. You know, for uh, you know, it's not right. like a time travel in real life happens this way, and they did it wrong in the movie. I, I so, understand that. I'm not even saying that, f- but no, but I'm saying like so in this movie, they made fun of that because right. they were like, no, it's not like. And we went through it in the in the other podcast where we talked all the all the different movies that they mentioned. Now, even, and, and again, Professor Hulk even says, like, I don't know what I'm talking about here. Right. So, who knows what time travel is? So, what could be a perceived whole could be, you know, that's just they perceived it wrong. Right. So, you know. Um, but I would say, right. well, again, but I would say that the
0: explanation they come up with is one of the least plausible explanations I've heard in most movies. I think that no, I, think, I, like I think I think the think, thought I think it's one of the most
3: plausible I, See, because, I don't
0: think so because tell me this, like if I'm if let's say I can ter- I can time travel, right? And it becomes a thing and it's something I can do. And I want to prevent World War II, right? So tell me how it's possible for me to go back in time and kill Hitler as a baby and not change the
3: outcome of what happens in the future. Well, here's the thing. According to Professor Hulk you would change the future for those people in that timeline, but in your past, World War Two would have still happened. So your history, your past, what you know as knowledge is still real to you. Right. What, but most. See, so basically let me finish. So basically what Professor Hulk erased from what other movies is that scene in movies like in Back to the Future where like and they showed it, it they absolutely showed it. Um Nebula killed herself. Nebula killed her younger self, but she didn't disappear when a younger self died. So that's basically showing you that it's the, it's not like where they said back to the future is bullshit. Right. <laughs> like, so they basically saying that like, just because what you do, it doesn't change your past, but what it does is it creates another timeline different from the one that you were on. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Most movies
0: don't go there. Like most right. movies don't talk about diverging timelines. And if right. I was going Most to believe,
3: don't talk about different worlds either. Well, right, so, but I'm just you know saying. I mean? So I think that's what they're kind of doing here.
0: Right, but I'm just saying. To me, the other explanations I've heard have been more plausible. And again, I'm not saying that what they're saying isn't plausible <laughs> because, like you said, it doesn't exist. So how do we know? But I, I, in my right. mind, I would think if time travel did exist, we wouldn't be out there creating a million different diverging timelines. <laughs> you know.
3: Well, um, I, I think. I think that their version of the timeline here is their version, this MCU's version of the multiverse. So they just entered instead of like, we called it flashpoint a few, a little while ago. I think they just introduced a multiverse, you know? So, you know what I mean? And it's like, I think you could get on board with that because every there's, they have a multiverse in the, in Marvel. But I think now this is the MCU's multiverse and you're going to have a version uh, you know, whatever. I I don't even want to get into it because we'll be going on for another three hours. Right. Um, But you you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, I get that all
0: of this stuff is a suspension of belief, you know, and I get even in Marvel comics. Now there's, there's, (laughs) you know, you have versions of Spider-Man where he's, you know ben parker we have versions where it's you know gwen state like i get we already have all this stuff in the mcu or in the in marvel comics so i mean it's not that i have a hard time believing this stuff but yeah. i just i don't know like i said in my mind there's things where it it contradicts
3: itself in 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 multiple points but See, I don't think, and like I sent you that thing about plot holes, and you sent me the finger. Well, I didn't watch it. Um, no. Oh, you didn't? No, I didn't watch it. Oh, you should. It's it's actually really good. Um, but anyways, a plot hole, like he explains in the thing, is when a movie explains something and then it goes against its own explanation. Right. And I don't think that happened in this movie at all. I think they stuck to exactly what they wanted and what they said. Um, but. But anyways, it's i mean
0: well again, we're arguing semantics, you know because, right. like i said well, i don't we do. i don't necessarily, like I said earlier, maybe plot holes wasn't the right word for it right uh, to me, there's just a lot of convenient circumstances that take place is that word again? in this movie <laughs> well because it is like no, I know. It, it absolutely I- is um. Again, I I don't want to take away from. There's so many great scenes in this movie. Things that we didn't even touch on tonight. Again, uh, all the Thor scenes, you know, in Asgard were awesome. The Tony yeah. and his dad scene was awesome. All, to me, all the emotional scenes, all the feels, all that stuff were were fantastic. Like every one of them was very right. well done. Every even. Even though I have problems with the end with Captain America and all that stuff, I still that emotional scene him get with Peggy and all that stuff is awesome. Like, what more do you want for this character if you've watched all these
3: movies? All that stuff pays off very well. But and that's what's funny to me about like for you how how do you have that two parts? You've had that your whole life. What's that? I've known you. uh, You're like that. You're so you're so you're such a businessman. You're so like matter of fact. Right. But how do you do that? But you are an emotion. like I'm way more emotional about stuff. and But how do you have that exact, that entire monologue you just did right there about the emotion of the movie, but then at the same time, you have that whole other side of your brain that's like just picking apart all the exact scenes that you loved. Right. It's awesome. I think it's a riot. I, I mean, I can
0: like a thing and not necessarily agree with a thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> And take me for instance. Exactly. (laughs) Um, and, and the thing is like the two sides of me that you say that I have, I didn't like this, the emotional part. I don't Well, the emotional part of me or whatever that you're talking about, that didn't exist for me until recently. Like I've, I've really started to become more mellow and sappy in my old age. That stuff never used to affect me before when I was younger, I was much more jaded and I, I definitely have a temper. Um,
3: you have a temper, you get angry, you get angry. so I know you have emotions. Maybe not I know you're, well, but you're the, not a mellow person. I guess the
0: sappy emotions, let's say. Oh, have okay. n- have not really been a factor in my life until the older I get, the more <laughs> the more sappy I get. No. Because I've had kids we and I've had I have nostalgia now that I didn't have before. Yeah, but when
3: but, we were younger, as emotional as a couple of guys can get in there, like when they're really when they're younger is you got there. Yeah. You were I have friends. like Christian, yeah, that guy's got – I mean, he's he's the level even-keeled no emotion. Right. You and I, we run the gamut with up and down. You know but, what I right, mean? Right, so but my emotions but you're always so... tended
0: to be more anger-based, not necessarily uh, – Well,
3: that's just a sign. Yeah. I mean, if you can get that angry, you can get that happy right. too. It's called balance. But I think – but the other part is uh, it what amazes me is that that analytical part of you that's just that's that's just amazing. Yeah. And like like what you've done with this movie is like you analyze it to death but then you love it to death too. And I think the balance for you is it's just funny. Right. Um all right. Let's end with the ranking. Where do you rank this in the MCU? Um I think you actually said something to me. Well, I sent you day. a tweet the other day.
0: So yeah. if I consider Endgame and Infinity War, one long five-hour movie, which it absolutely could be. Yep. Then it's number one by far, you know, without a doubt. But on its own, it's it's top three, top four for me for sure. But I think, um, I think Infinity so War is better.
3: A, is one you you put that at one? Uh, well,
0: maybe not. I, I still think I still think the best movie in the MCU is Winter Soldier. um for me, hands okay. down, that's that's my favorite movie. I'm not saying it's the best movie, but it's my favorite movie um, yeah. in the MCU. So I think that's number one for me, you know, overall. And maybe Infinity War is number two. And then I have, you know, I have Civil War and Endgame in there, you know, top three or four. So I mean, like I said, it's still everything I've said. I, I and I know I've been hypercritical of of a lot of things in this movie. It's still a, a fantastic movie. Still one of the best movies I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, you know, but it's not number one. Be and that's I think where some of my letdown came from is that I didn't walk out of there thinking that was my favorite Marvel movie ever, and I felt like I should feel that way you know right um but we talked about that before before either one of us even saw it that if we weren't able to walk out and say it was the number one movie in a way it 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 let us down right you know and that's why i feel like it let me down somewhat and you don't like right it's your
3: favorite right? so yeah and it's just I, we have so, different ways of seeing it so right and for me it's so before end game infinity war was one um avengers for me is two okay i i, I just the, uh, to, to 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 take the ensemble cast that they did right. and make that movie the first one like that and i you and i have talked about it in the past it, it's you see what you know dc has done right. and it's not that easy to do. no it's not they pulled it off and is it the absolute yeah i i to me it's yeah before infinity war, that was my favorite movie. It's yeah, right and, and this then, top five, it probably rounds so out my top five, I think, and then number three is Iron Man, yeah, for me because it's the first one right, and it's like you see my trend here like this is it's it's about the movie, but it's also about what that movie accomplished and what that movie set right and then after that, then I have Winter Soldier, so you know for uh, you know that i said to me says a lot for winter soldier and that it's you know that what that movie did it's not an origin story right you know it's that story it's a great movie to itself right um but so i think with endgame right now i it everybody drops a peg endgame just goes to the top for me um and it is close especially after watching Infinity War just now it's it is very very close right but I just think with that emotional ride it'll be interesting to see if it wavers like it it won't drop past Infinity 2 I would flip flop them right that's all I would ever do like a year from now if watching Endgame but I just have a feeling that Endgame a year from now you're gonna be not you but I mean people will be like wow you'll watch it again and it's it's going to be one of those movies that you're going to be, you have to dedicate a day to. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> because, but I think some of it, you know, and again, and I'm not going to say because I'm not in your head, so I, I don't know exactly what you feel, but some of this is recency bias too, right? I mean, it's oh, number one for you because it's, you've seen it three times in a week and right. you loved it. Right. I, I don't know. Does it diminish for you slightly over a year or two? Well, and that, that's might, what I said, you know? but
3: I, I don't think it would drop below two though. I think maybe Infinity War, like, so a year from now when Infinity War is two years old and End Games it might jump, world, it might leapfrog, it might, back over. Yeah, it might, but I, 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 don't, but I don't, but they're that close now. Right. I, I think they're that good, um, and it, to me, it's just that emotional roller coaster. in this one, Infinity War, has more action. Right. But I think that that Endgame is just that much more of a. It, it's just, it, and I. It, Jerry Bruckheimer can do action. Right. But to do what they did in Endgame, it, it takes a lot more. Well, I think to me.
0: I, if, I was, could it, if I was to use the criteria that you just laid out where I'm basing them on what they accomplished, then Endgame has to be number one, right? Uh, because right. Endgame accomplishes but something. But that's, that's my Right, but, but that's, that's what I'm criteria. saying. If I, was, right. if I was to go by your criteria and rank them again, then it has to be Endgame. Because right. nothing in the history of cinema has accomplished what this movie accomplished, and I would argue that nothing ever will again. Even if it's Marvel trying to do it again, I don't think they can capture lightning in a bottle and do it again. But
3: even if they did it again, it would just be the next one, right? That's so what I'm saying. One, that, you know what I mean? That's what I'm it's saying.
0: Like, so if if we have to base it on its accomplishment, it it's the number right. It's done something that nothing's ever done before. Right. But I I my ranking system doesn't go that way like i'm not ranking them by accomplishments i'm ranking them by just my enjoyment of them and i like i said that's why i put winter soldier ahead of it um but i can't deny it's undeniable what this movie and really what the whole infinity saga accomplished like you could argue that the all 22 movies are just one long story and if you do that, how can any of them not be number 1?
3: <laughs> right? I mean it's all right. one big it's all they're one all big story, the, right? They're all they're all number 1 and they're all the Hulk. Well,
0: well, cuz I mean if you looked at I don't know, like I'm just going to pick War and Peace as a book out for oh, just because it popped into my head because it's a, you know, it's a long book, right? So if I looked at War and Peace, I wouldn't judge that book by chapters. Right? Yeah. And so yeah, to good, me, that's how these idea, 22 yeah. movies are just chapters of the big book, oh, right? Right. So, it, it, if you look at it that way, it's all the same, right? It's all just chapter one through twenty-two of the Infinity saga. So, right. I mean, in that case, there's no ranking at all. It's just all one big story. <laughs> but
3: <laughs> so, so this entire thing was pointless. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, nice, nice job, so then. I undo
3: everything I said for three hours and
0: in two hours the other day, and I just say, you know what? It's all one book, and I love it all. So,
3: yeah. Exactly. On that note, yeah. <laughs> way to ride the fence. <laughs> well, but
0: I, that's the first time I'd ever really thought about it that way. But yeah, like, but if you judged a big book, you don't break it down by chapters, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, I don't know.
3: So, no, that was. Let's see was how good. much.
0: Uh, see how much hate mail I get, or how much uh, dissension I, I get after this week. So I think it'll be all right. Yeah.
3: So, all right, wow. That was a long one
0: is it I don't know because for some reason, my audacity has been scrolling the whole time with no times on it, so oh, no. hopefully it works. Oh, it's God. working oh no,
1: <laughs>
3: but all right, let's get this all right now I'm nervous, yeah, all right, so, if you'd like to contact John, you can hit <laughs> us <up. laughs> you can you can reach us on twitter John at, at the, the brightside bright chat dot <laughs> com no, no, that doesn't exist so. You can reach us at the brightside underscore chat. You can email us. I will forward them all to John at the chat at gmail.com. I can log in. Uh, <laughs> listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Um, yeah, let us know. Let us know what, what you think. And maybe, hey, we do have some listeners that think you are right.
0: Hashtag so. Team John.
3: So there play. we go. All right. And uh, congratulations to Jeremy. Yeah. And contact us. And Joe, hit hit us up as well for your t-shirt. And
2: we will see you next week. Take care. Bye. Hey, Fred.